It's time to ham up. Okay. Now I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. Yum Chunks Podcast. Yum Chunks! Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of After the Credits, a Yum Chunks podcast. I am Matt Chewy. With me today is Chris Schmidt. Oh, okay. <laughs> and... We did just get a dog. Yeah, but is this what it's like now? I haven't been on here for a while. <laughs> the dog's not. The dog is not welcome on this podcast. That's a lie. All, all do- dogs are welcome everywhere. And also with us today is Vince Rizzo. I don't want to bark. I'll just say hi. And Sean Davis. Hi, hi, meow. You guys all don't have to be weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Ryan Davis. <laughs> Normal introduction of Ryan. <laughs> hi, good. Ryan. All right. Oh, hi, Vince. We're all here. We're all here. This is the first time in, uh, who knows, probably what, since the Avatar episode? A fortnight. A year. It's quite a while. This is the first time in a good amount of time that we've had the whole band back together. And it's because, like I mentioned, it's a very special episode. This is our 2018 wrap-up episode. We're going to be looking back at the whole year. It's, but we're over halfway through January, so it's now or never. We're going to have to do this now or ain't going to happen, right? Very true. Very true. Okay, cool. Mm. Mm. So we're going to take a look backwards, and then at the end we're going to take a look forwards, (gasps) because we got lots (gasps) of... uh, yeah, we're going every direction in time, up, down. Chewie's a prophet. Yes, we will see, and because uh, we got a lot of good, we got a good, lot of good yummy chunks coming up in this year. A lot of good discussions <laughs> to be had. So we do, and we you want to appreciate with the chunk branding too. Apparently, oh yeah, <laughs> okay. We have no matter to. how bad it is for us. <laughs> Chewie, what do I have to get? What do I have to do to get you to watch all seven seasons of Game of Thrones before the final one airs? Uh, you're gonna have to go look into an uh, an alternate timeline to see if I've already watched it. Oh man, Damn it. do you think <laughs> any of those timeline? exist? What well, Spider Verse does exist that Chewie's watched all the uh, Game of Thrones? Series. Yes, there's only one. Unfortunately, there's a couple where he stopped before the end, mm-hmm. and he only watched seasons one and a half. Unfortunately, Vince, the only timeline where I've watched all of Game of Thrones, you're all dead in it. So. Oh man. <laughs> it's probably because of that. That was in my it was in my memoriam. I was like, Chewie, will he just watch it, please? Oh, I was imagining oh, I... it was like Chewie murdered you, and then as uh, matter of remorse, watched the ball. Oh, I figured it was he was inspired by it and then murdered us. Oh, oh. That, okay, yeah. yeah, I can see that. He saw the red wedding, right? And he was like, "That I can do that." Chris, you haven't watched it. Before, yeah, right? you, I, I have the red That's a reference thing. things from Game of Thrones. You haven't watched. See, I don't even I can. need to watch it. I, I can do whatever I want. Happened. Red Wedding. Um, Wolves. Lannister. Hodor. Uh, Winter is coming at some point, or it's here. I don't know. <laughs> Dragons, maybe. Beaches? Old Wait, old avatars. Old Game wrinkly avatars. Important rocks. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> <laughs> what else do I need to know? What else do I got to know? Uh, Wait, Chewie, I just got to stop you a second. The Lannisters, though Sarah very Connor. powerful, are not magical like, say, the Warlocks of Karth. <laughs> anyway, so today, uh, before we get started, we're going uh, to make a Parks just go and around reference. the circle and talk about what we've been up to, what our lives have been like, and what we've been into. Uh, who wants to kick it off? I'll go. Chris, you'll go. Because I got a puppy, and it makes me energetic. 
Hey, everybody, I got a puppy. Tell me about this puppy. He is a cardigan Welsh corgi. He is 10 weeks old, and he is driving Kay up a wall. <laughs> oh. So he's like the Batmobile from um, Batman Forever. Uh, forever. Forever. forever or yeah. Robin? Going, going yeah, up a wall? Yeah, it's forever. Is he possessed? Yeah, kinda. Driving Do you recommend this it. puppy for others? Uh, for me. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's the question? I don't understand the question. Chris, I have to wonder. Uh, did Kay and you get this dog because of her a love of the dog movies that you that Sean made fun of in last week's episode? She does love those, Aquaman? but I want to say that that's the reason we got a dog. <laughs> I mean, I also, anyone... I also wanted a dog, but she does like those movies. That movie got surprisingly okay reviews. Like that's, it's in like the fifty percent. That's because people, okay. because people would be viewed as monsters if they're like, this movie about a cute dog is the worst thing ever, right? And then nobody. I don't know to about that. that. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> we are <laughs> we are in the darkest timeline. It's been confirmed. So like, yeah, let, let's put uh, ourselves out of the darkest timeline for twenty nineteen, guys. Uh, I've been trying to finish. Dragon Quest Eleven, and I'm uh, I'm so over that game at this point. It had a false ending, and I was like, "Oh my god!" After like sixty hours, I'm finally I'm finally there. And then it ended, credits rolled, and it's like, "Oh no, th- that was only kind of like the halfway point. There's a whole nother story part to it, like the actual ending that you have to do." Uh, uh, uh. I'm sorry to hear that, Chris. That sounds rough. I'm going to just abandon that, that game because yeah, it's Kingdom... too bad that you're forced to play this video game. I know Man. because I Kingdom Hearts comes out a week and a half. Down. So hey, Kingdom Hearts, Dragon Quest is going to the wayside. Uh... Speaking of Kingdom Hearts, I'm considering finishing the first one. <laughs> <laughs> considering only only eight you more to go before to you can play three. <laughs> Do I like? Let's just say I finished the first one. Can I just skip ahead to this new one? No, no. I mean, which one yes. do I have to play? Yes, you all can. You have to play all but of them. Will you understand? Not Kingdom as much. Three. There's a question when you boot the game up, and it asks you a whole bunch of like, "What it's is a Kingdom Hearts?" <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a standardized test. Yeah. Chewy, let me ask yeah. you a question. If I let you borrow Kingdom Hearts, can you erase my game file? <laughs> For the best that he does that, actually. <laughs> uh, game files are stored. On your locally, uh, your, your console's no hard drive. So if you're asking me them. if I, you le- if you'll lend me your console's hard, uh, your console, the answer is no. I won't give it back. Oh, <laughs> actually, it's like seasons three and four of Legend of Korra, never found those. Oh, I never yeah. said that I wouldn't give those back. I just haven't. Um, <laughs> it's been like four but... years. <laughs> also, I'm never getting them back. Also, don't if you he's... have the box set? No, I don't. Oh. He'll oh. give them back to you on your deathbed. <laughs> Is it the box set for Corey to like twenty bucks right now? It probably I don't know if is. There's a timeline where I give back those beers. <laughs> Look, all I know is I've only we seen season three timeline. once. Season three is the best one. I've only seen it once. It makes me sad. <coughs> what? Um, I like see. I like season three. Yeah, I know it's, it's the best it's the one, best. and I've only seen it once. It's the best season of Avatar. I don't know about that, but it's the best. I know about that. I know all uh, about that. Well, yeah, <laughs> you've probably seen it a bunch of times, so you could make a fair <laughs> assessment. But I have not. Do I have, do I have your season? <laughs> What do you mean? Yes, you Chewy, do. Chewie, don't go searching. I don't even hear Chewie looking for it. Oh, I have three and four. Okay, yes, yeah, all right. I said that. Whatever. Okay. All right, continuing on. Uh, I've watched that Black Mirror movie, Bandersnatch. Ooh, I've yeah. watched Roma. I've 
watched some shows I can't remember the name of right now. And I got a puppy. Good. I like it. What's that puppy's name? Riku. Ooh. What does that mean? Weeb. Ooh. One who reeks. Is is it after Kingdom Hearts or some other more obscure thing? It's a, it's Kingdom Hearts. Okay. <laughs> it's only one K, right? Yeah. Good old Chris. Yeah. So Wait, which one is Kingdom the double Hearts. K? I forgot. That's uh, uh, Final that's Fantasy X. Ten. Right. Yeah, okay. it's named after yeah. Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Riku means oh. land. How does she know? Have you ever written it down? Well, Has no. I've seen obviously, the lack of the extra K? Obviously, we're basically married, and you can't be with me for that long without me trying to explain Kingdom Hearts' story to you. So. <laughs> You're such a romantic Chris is basically Chris married. You heard it here first. Not to, mention, not to mention, I have a, uh, an expensive statue of Riku from Kingdom Hearts 2 on my desk all the time. So... Yeah. Okay. Well, All that's right. good news. It sounds like everything's going yeah. really well for you, Chris. And Except a... for that Dragon Age stuff, but uh, who Dragon else Age stuff. What was the game? Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Uh, doesn't Quest. matter. It doesn't matter. Who else would like to share? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vince. What have you been up to? It's been a while since you've yeah. been on the show. It has been a while. Several months, in fact. Um. All right. Let's see. Well, I got a haircut. I'm sure all the podcast viewers <laughs> will enjoy that. Um. So, for the last few months, I have been. I don't know if I said this on the podcast already. I've been charging those bird scooters, those electric scooters that you see all 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 around downtown. So I'll go uh-huh. out. I'll go out in the middle of the night and I'll just I'll just scoop them up and load them up into my car. And I f- it's well, it's kind it, of like a crazy rat race that happens going after all of them. So there's no it, shortage of them. That's for sure. It's worth noting that I, you you get paid for for each one that you get, right? Yes, and that's <laughs> okay. what makes it so this. like. But, no, I'm not doing it out of the kindness of my heart. You don't just have an innate drive to charge more of them than everyone else in San Diego. <laughs> no, Vince, I Vince, wouldn't do it. How many cars have you T-boned because they got to the bird first and you're like, no, I want that bird. And they drive off and you just T-bone them and take it from their car. I have so many stories, but I have not hit anybody yet. I've seen a car flip over trying to get a bird. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. You witnessed it, that? Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Jeez. The guy was fine. <laughs> but his car was well. It flipped over. Was it worth? He was fine. He wasn't fine before that. No, but man. but Vince, uh, the way you described it to me, it sounds somewhat like Pokemon Go, right? I think it pretty much the... is. Like it's insane. Right? So like you have the app on your phone, and the way it works is it shows a grid. The entire it's like Google Maps of of like San Diego, and it'll show you all all of them exactly where they are, like their pinpoint and how much they're worth if you can get there first and scan it in on your phone. And so it's like at that point, everybody knows where they are. So it's like a rat race to just try to get there as quickly as you can. And I'm right next to like Pacific Beach. So there's thousands of them over there. And it's just like a free for all. So you're rich. No, I'm not rich. <laughs> how many uh, How many about a night do you think you average? Um, like... on, a, on a good night, I mean like if, if I'm really – I've done 50 in one night, 50 scooters. How do you, how do you charge them? Do you just like plug them into your wall? Yeah, they send us chargers to use and then we like plug them into the wall and we can charge them and then i have to wake up super early and release them uh, question like, for you the does the cost does the electricity costs on your bill yeah. outweigh that of what you make yes and that's that's one of the big questions people ask it actually only costs like a couple cents to charge each one fully so like my electricity bill even doing it a full month only goes up like 10 bucks a month at the most okay. so if you get more than one your bill's paid off pretty much well 
<laughs> well, you know what? You just got a new competitor. Screw it. Oh, no. Whole, Chris, all of our listeners are now going to go com- be computer- competitors <laughs> with the Owens. Oh, no. It's it's pretty crazy, though. Like, There's so many people that it's like their full-time job, and I don't know how they do it, but well, they, they find my, a way. My, uh, my wife appreciates your efforts. Maeve is really into the... Uh... Life scooter, finds a way. The scooter scene in San Diego. She loves loves using those because she works a lot downtown. Oh yeah. So it's just easy to just pick one up and go wherever you want. Especially because mm-hmm. parking's terrible down there. So. Oh god, yeah. It's the be- the best perk about it is that when I scan it in, it unlocks, so I can just ride them around all night if I want. Oh cool. And so like, if I have like twenty scooters and I had like twenty friends over, I'd be like, let's all go ride. To PB will be an army of scooter people. That's actually absolutely a thing we should do. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we should. I mean, yeah, any any night you guys want to come down, I will have twenty scooters. In, I'm not. I'm not even like saying that lightly or joking. Like that. That is a thing that we need. To, we need to. Yeah, that would be fun. I feel like we can make a new Yum Chunks video about that. Scooter warriors. Oh let's my not, god. Let's not yeah. mix business and pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is that I've met a lot of people who hate those scooter things, yeah. and they'll like actively try to destroy them. I remember one time I was well, I was in Denver, and they have their own system, mm-hmm. which I think is the same company. And I remember seeing people just like picking them up and throwing them in trash cans. Oh, just how much they hated them. I'm like, I, I don't know what is inspired hatred for these things. Yeah, I know what, but I know a couple people who actively hate them there are there are two main reasons i i feel one of them is that there are a lot of people who use them that don't use common courtesy when riding around on them so mm. they they are causing traffic holdups and crashing into people and whatever but i think the other big reason is that people just don't like new things and it's a big new trend that's popular and people yeah, are happy true. so people who aren't happy just have to you know yeah yeah They're, yeah, yeah I mean, they started in santa monica and so they're obviously all over where I'm at, and I work in Santa Monica. So I remember seeing them over a year ago when they first started popping up and stuff. And now they're mm-hmm. obviously like, you know, wildfire everywhere. Um, but people will just like push them over, like <clears throat> just mm-hmm. like old yeah. ladies walking down the street go out of their way and just put like they're all lined up, and then they'll just like knock them over for no, just like uh, uh, yeah. it's okay, they'll be dead soon. <laughs> this crazy old lady was like recording me <laughs> Not as of old I age. was. As I was releasing him into the this this old lady from La Jolla, as I was releasing him, was like, "You can't do this. This is against the law." I I know somebody who's a lawyer, and she was like recording me the whole time, and I was like, "Uh huh, okay, I'm just gonna go put these on the sidewalk, and then I'm gonna leave." <laughs> and, and that was my interaction with her. So I was like, "Well, yeah, that's... I'm sorry you feel this way," and I wish What's I could say about? that was the only time, she... but I've had like a dozen instances where that happens. So I wasn't part of the Aquaman podcast that you guys did but i will say that the best part of it was chewy's uh or you know matt's little segment about how much he hates old people <laughs> and it was the best podcast we've ever had because so of that we moment. know, we know what you voted like, yes. for uh, <laughs> ryan i'm very appreciative I yeah like, i think we, you, you and me share the same thank you so much on that matter. for yeah. uh for uh acknowledging Ooh, wait, yeah, I got a good reason to hate old people. There was this lady at Costco <laughs> the other day that, um, so she, like, she slid slightly on, like, a piece of, like, frozen fruit that oh. was on the ground because it was, like, a sample or something. She didn't even fall over. She just, like, slid slightly, and she said she broke her back, and she demanded that, like, we had to pay all our medical bills, and it became, like, this huge thing where, like, the warehouse manager had to get involved. And I fell in a hole at a movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> <What the heck? laughs> 
<laughs> I was at a, I won't say which one, but there's a movie theater nearby that got converted to a uh, luxury cinemas. It was regular, regular seating, and they converted it to, uh, to armchair seating. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't installed handrails, but they had the theater open. And so, like, if the the recliner seats all the way up, there would be a big gap between where your row ended and where the next row started. And because the recliners have tall backs, it's not like a it's not like a foot or foot and a half like a regular one. It's a good like three four feet. And it was when I was seeing Rogue One, and I went I got out of my seat to go leave uh, to get concessions, and I stepped in that gap, and I was swallowed up by it. Wait, like while the movie was happening? <laughs> I was stuck no, there it was for before ten the days. Oh god, Did it was you before the this? movie. But I literally I I I miss I I wasn't walking. And I stepped, and I, I, my foot slipped, and my entire body slid into this crack, and I just fell into a crevice. And I twisted my leg, and I, I was limping for a week. And this everybody sounds... who's with me was like, why did you not say anything to management? And I'm like, I don't know. I could have, like, that was yeah, a legitimate yeah. Because we're not because... awful people. Right. Well, well that's, yeah, that's, that's, it wasn't my first instinct to say, oh, yes, I can exploit this. I could blame you know, someone else so... for something that possibly hurt and or you know misfortune me so ultimately wait, i walked you... away from from the situation if i had actually broken my leg which was a very real possibility because of the way i landed like then you know obviously management would have showed up and it would have been a thing yeah. but i didn't even think about it i just i was yeah. more embarrassed than anything when but... you fell into that crevice was it similar to Sokka's falling into the hole no, because my entire body went into it. Yeah, so did Sokka's. Well, his whole body did too. Maeve was I like, mean... "You were gone. Like, like I saw you, and then you had disappeared. Like there was no trace of you." Like, have you seen Money? Pit? Have you seen that old Tom Hanks movie, Money Pit? This one, yeah, that movie's hilarious. There's that scene where he's like walking and on the second floor, and there's a hole in the floor, and there's a carpet. So he falls through the floor, but the carpet keeps him. So it's just his head. Oh yeah, above like, stuck there. <laughs> that's like, a very Sokka. Yeah, that's a Sokka thing. You guys should watch anyway, it I, that. I brought that up because I had a legitimate situation where if I wanted to go after the theater, yes. I I could have, and I would have had, you know, well, no pun intended, ground to stand on. But um, <laughs> but then yeah. but then you hear about these like I I slid for three inches. <laughs> yeah, so and she said I'm, she broke her back. I think now I said that in the Aquaman episode, but old. It's not an age; it's a mentality, and it is yeah. a mentality. And yes. yeah. they are just old people are just awful. Yes. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. Ex- excellent. Yes. All right. Anybody else who wants to go next? I'll I'll go. So go. What else? Uh, let's see. Um, I watched some couple movies. I saw Roma as well, and um, saw Mary Poppins. I saw that Bird Box Bird Box movie. Oh yeah, I watched. Oh, yeah, that was. A I watched that too. Blind. Uh, I actually enjoyed that more than I thought I would. It was getting kind of panned, and I didn't think it was that bad. Let's it, fight, Sean. You hated it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was okay. Like I had problems with it for yeah. sure. There were Chris issues. Is the reason why, Chris is the reason why you had those expectations for people who maybe yeah heard good things and then went in and hated it. I was because, expecting you know, like just a really bad B-grade type stuff, but like I, I thought it was quality made there were just i had issues with it for sure anyways but sure. i, I mean it had shades of the happening let's let's be real um, here yeah no indeed, yeah that was some indeed, of my biggest agreed. problems with it was that it was it reminded me of the happening which is one of my least favorite movies of all time though is i had i had heard there was a phantom of the opera situation going on where two different people basically wrote the same screenplay at the same uh, time and one of them beat theirs to the theater they're probably uh, talking to, about a quiet place in reference to it in re- but, what 
Arch, are you that you're referring to, Chewy? No, I wasn't. The, the bird box supposedly, oh. and, and I, I can't verify this, so, you know, grain of salt, but supposedly the, the script for Bird Box has been around for a lot longer than uh, the movie has. Yeah. And uh, they, they just yeah, decided to make I don't know if that's true or not. That's what I heard. Well, so. for, take I mean, it forward, but it's it. better than happening, at the very least. Take that for how you want to take it. Um, right, but then I see people comparing it to the happening, saying it's not as good as the happening. It was what? The happening was a classic. No, I've been seeing that on my Facebook, and I just don't... The cl- wait, don't, so wait, wait, wait. We're in the, the darkest classic? timeline. I enjoyed. Did you just say the classic in reference to the happening? I yes. enjoyed watching seen, the oh, happening no. more. It's a classic because yeah, it's but hilarious. for the wrong reasons, Vince. Yeah, but I also will say that Bird Box did the dumbest thing ever, which was give away the ending at the beginning, so it lost all tension. Kind of, yeah. I don't want. I, we won't get yeah. into spoilers I mean, and stuff yeah. because you know people haven't seen it. We're not going to talk about this episode, but I think if you haven't seen it, it's worth a evening. It's entertaining. Yeah. It. I don't think it's amazing or anything. And sounds like you think it's amazing. I well, I do. I really want to do it an episode like on that. on uh, Black Mirror on that on the, that episode. Yeah, I actually haven't watched it yet, I so I gotta take a minute um, to watch it. But I also saw the movie Replicas in theater, and that Ooh. is just a delight. I highly recommend going to the theater. Why did you say that? You don't have to pay. I recommend going somewhere. You don't have to pay to watch it. You're in an empty theater with friends, and you could just talk as much as you want. And that movie will not disappoint you. It is hmm. hysterical. Um, <sighs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's, all right. Can we I, all do that? Uh, Can we all go see this movie yes, together? I would be willing to After go see riding it scooters around town? Yes. yes. Ride scooters. That's That's scooter replica nice. To the theater to see Replica. Oh. This is a now whole. We're this is a whole it's reunion. <laughs> yes, it's yes. A, let's like get this. some margaritas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. All right. So we're, on, we're, on, we're on the level Some here. Some fancy right. hats. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good night. So that those are a couple yep. movies. But the most important thing is I lived a movie this last week. It was a thriller. It was a law thriller because I served on Uh-oh. jury duty. And oh, I was put on oh. a trial. Um, so that's exciting. What I guess you can't really talk about it, can you? No, I can. Trial's over, so I can say whatever. Oh, I want. All right. Also, Tell, yeah, I was just an alternate juror, so I didn't actually have to deliberate. Um, but I got to sit there <laughs> in the oh, for the whole trial. I'm a lot less excited about this. Well, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I still was less... there for the whole trial, and it was like a video game. It was like a Phoenix Wright, or it was like late. a CSI. And How many times Sean, did this, you uh, object? And then <laughs> this is a uh, this is what is it? This is Scranton Strangler. This is Toby. Yes, <laughs> and and we found him guilty, going to jail. No, but seriously, yeah, he's going to jail. So, <laughs> all right. Wait, what did he, he do? Huh. Um, actually, we found him not guilty, and by we, I mean not me, because like I said, I didn't deliberate. But uh, no, that it was just Sean, this is not, this is not as good as I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, this is getting worse. And worse. Okay, I, I'm not painting a very good picture, but. It was, I don't know, it was really interesting. I loved it. Like, you sit there, and it was, like, the lawyers, like, presenting evidence. Like, like I was to give you a notebook, so you're, like, taking notes. <laughs> like, hmm. Well, the door was locked because the, the case was this homeless guy um, broke into this building, an abandoned building, and was, like, staying there. And, you know, it's illegal. He was trespassing. So they arrested him, and that was the thing. Like, the, the trial was whether he was guilty of trespassing and sleeping over you know staying in this building that he wasn't supposed to be in so they had like this evidence of all like how he got into the door and there was a string attached to the lock that he wound under the door frame so he could pull the string and and then there was like photos of like the uh, sleeping arrangements and 
and they had the cop on trial and they questioned the cop like and so I'm like taking like oh is he reliable like I don't know, I don't know. it sounds like you just convicted MacGyver <laughs> yeah. oh, man what those have you kind of, done those were the kind of people that we needed wait they have well, trials the for works. homeless people sleeping places now I, well That's because he was it was for? in uh, it was really weird because it was like who's pressing charges against this homeless guy like what who cares where this homeless guy was sleeping so I did think that was weird like. Do they care? Mm. They usually they just like the hey, whole, get out of here, right? The whole time Sean was discuss- uh, talking about him taking notes, all I could imagine was him jotting things down on a notepad, and then somebody looking over his shoulder, and it's just like a naked female stick figure. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you guys? <laughs> okay. You guys probably don't know exactly the location I'm talking about, but you know the Cocos in like the UTC Mall area, or it's like right across yeah. from it. Yeah, so yeah, I it's actually been out of business yeah. for years. Like I'm talking years, but the sign is still up on the building, and apparently there had been like a colony of homeless people living in that building for several years before people found out, because nobody even went in there. And just recently, they like kicked them all out. But it was like I'm not kidding. They had like colonized in in the abandoned Cocos. Cafe. Well, send them my way. I'll enact justice. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, sounds I like mean, I feel even worse now that you just put a homeless person in jail just for trying to survive. No, I said I just said guilty. we found him not guilty. I just I was joking about. The oh guilty. right. Yeah. Oh, I think. You, oh yeah, that's right. You reversed it. Okay. Right. That's okay. Wait. So did you say he's not guilty because you didn't think he was actually okay, doing so it, like or you're I, like, so, you know what? So it's okay. because I was not part, I was the alternate. So if some of what normal jury died or something, then I would be like, <laughs> "You're in, kid. You go get him." Um, then I would have deliberated, but I the whole time, like I still have to think about, it, like come to my own conclusions in case I am needed. I was like, okay, this guy's obviously guilty, but then they came back with the not guilty verdict, and I didn't know until they they, they read it. And so one of my so other side story, one of my friend coworkers happened to be on the same jury. It was super weird. I don't know how that happened. So, anyways, mm-hmm. afterwards we were talking, and he's like, "I'm like, what happened? How did you guys deliberate?" I thought he was going to be super guilty. He's like, "Yeah, but then the." The prosecutor shot herself in the foot because she said this, this, and this, and they weren't trying. Like it was this big thing, but in the end, they found him not guilty. So, huh. anyways, so he got away with sleeping in a in a and well, and then like I felt have. bad because he was like this big guy and he was in a wheelchair, and Aww. because he let he got let go, he just he's on he was on his own leaving the courthouse. He's a homeless guy back out being homeless. <laughs> like it just was really sad, obviously, but at least he wasn't going to jail. I guess I don't yeah. know. Huh. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. Now I just have conflicted feelings. About I know, right? Yeah, See? Me too. I'm very there's, conflicted. It's great. There's no Maybe he should have gone to jail because they would have given him food at least. I was kind of thinking like I no, wonder I was if they were the trying same to send him to like you know what I mean? Like uh, maybe they're trying to, because he was a v, he was a veteran and he broke uh, into a VA building like on the veterans. I mean, if uh, look, if this guy something. wants to get into jail that badly though, he can just go stab somebody. Like if he really well, wants well, to, he wouldn't be that I think we're making a leap assuming that he wanted to get to jail. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Is it that, well, this is definitely some moral uh This is the podcast here now, that guys. we're not equipped to discuss <laughs> on this are, podcast. Look, Ryan hit the nail on the head. We are not equipped for this. So, probably best to change. All right, anyways, so, yeah, that was yeah. that was my exciting week though, in any case, aside from Roma. Roma was good. Okay, there, I'll there say this, Sean. I'm happy for you that for getting life experience. I think that that's what's yeah. for you. That's what we gain out of this, and that's good. I good job, it. Sean. Thank you. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, should I go? Or should I someone else go? It's just you and Ryan left. Right. Oh, yeah. um, go for it. Go for it. Max. I uh, I'm back to school, so I'm teaching again. Um, and uh, uh, as far as what I've been 
media I've been consuming. Um, I've been watching season two of Atlanta, um, and I rewatched season one because I couldn't remember what had happened in season one, really, and the answer was not really anything. So, I I mean, it's enjoyable. I really like that show a lot, so I'm glad I went back and rewatched it, but I didn't really need to after watching season two. But any of you guys watch that? I've seen Atlanta. a couple episodes, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, I love it. I, I think it's excellent. Um, I'm watching that. Um, did I say in the last podcast my PS4 is broken? No. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. still broken. This so is news I, to me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I stopped playing Spider-Man at 80% on my save file, and I haven't been able to resume. Oh. I have to, I'm have going to have to send my PS4 in. So yeah, I'm like I said, if you that. need detail, I'll, I'll get you details on where to send it and stuff, because they will do it for free. I think they'll That's even good. pay for shipping. So they they like send you a box to ship it in, and they supposedly pay for it. So I, I would very much appreciate that because uh, I want to finish Spider Man. Um, anyway, so I oh on topic of going back to school, um, our spring musical this year is Les Misérables, um, which Ooh. is found out last week, and uh, you know all the students are freaking out, and we watched the movie yeah. Les Mis uh, this, for uh, over the course of a couple of days in uh, class this week. Um, I, I was struggling about whether we should show the movie or we should show like a stage production of it and ultimately decided on the movie because, um, you know, it's, it's not really everyone's thing and it's easier to follow the story in the movie, I think, even though I think just the stage version is superior. Mm-hmm. Um, but also if you show a stage version, then, you know, the kids will get it in their heads that because it's on stage, this is the way that it has to be done. <laughs> yeah. And for one, that's an unrealistic expectation because ours is going to be much lower budget than any kind of <laughs> professional Les Miserables, but also just not to overwhelm anyone thinking that we have to build this giant thing or whatever. So Will Russell be in it? Um, I mean, I don't know if we can't, if we can get him. I mean, he can't really sing very well, but he's, well, exactly I mean, so. as a character, he's a good Chavert, but uh, I, you know, he's, he's definitely not a guy you want to have following you over the course of 16 years, but um, but he can't say so, so. So Matt, let me ask you: since you showed them the movie, is the idea that because it's a movie, there's already like this layer of imagination and abstraction between what will eventually become your play? Whereas if you show a play to them, that's more real and they think it's more achievable. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Like, sort of. I mean, ideally, what you would do is you would read the script. But I know that if I assign mm-hmm. a script to my students. Like it's less likely that they're actually going to read through it. Um, so, hey, but Chewy. ideally, you would want to read the yeah. Can it take place in space this time? It can. It won't. Um, Why not? But well, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, but ideally, you would want to read the script so that you don't you aren't influenced by any kind of you know yeah any kind of bias. But because there's oh, no way that it's going to be the movie. Send pictures of my ginger brawl from this year. That'll give them a good I will. I'm going to I actually I actually planned on it. Um for the what listeners uh for our annual gingerbread house making competition ginger brawl, which we have a video documentary of on our Yum Chunks channel. Um Sean built the uh the barricade from Les Mis and it was it was one of my favorites from this year. So it, yeah, I'm it was proud really of it actually. I was I yeah. you should be. It was excellent. Um yeah. but uh but yeah, yeah, so that's what we're that's what we're facing. We have to build a really cool barricade and that's going to be like our big that's going to be like our big come together thing this year as a as a class because you know the characters in the fiction build the barricade, but our class are the actual ones that are going to be physically building it. So it's going to be a bonding experience for us like it is for the characters. So oh, that'll be that'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, you it's know. Really good. Life really imitates good. art. Exactly. 
Oh wait, um, random question: Has anyone seen jo- the John Wick three trailer yet? I have not. No. I have. You no. know what? We're that's saving that for later, Vince. Well, okay. I have. How is it, Chris? Just tell me in five words. Uh, that movie looks ridiculously cool. Like 12, the movie looks words. wow. That was, that was five words. No, that was yeah. five words. Well done. Yep. All right. Well, anyway. And then, uh, okay, uh, Sean. Yeah. I despise you <laughs> well, for, right, bringing wish, for, for bringing Wish for bringing into my life. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Wait for bringing my what? hate knows no bounds for bringing Wish Kid into my <laughs> Did life. Did you actually start watching it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Again, to remind the listeners, for those who haven't listened to every episode recently. Um, my wife and I have been watching through every piece of like Macaulay Culkin fiction that we could find, um, and we watched we watched the other night. We watched Getting Even with Dad. I don't know if any of you guys remember that movie. Uh, I no. do not. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you do? yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's that's no good. But it's also one of those frustrating movies that could have been good really easily with like one more script rewrite. Yeah, and and it's just like, yeah, it's just so obviously could have been good but isn't. But anyway, Wish Kid. Saturday Money cartoon from the 90s starring Macaulay Culkin. And the best part about it is that he has these little live action video bits oh, that's before, right. the, all about before the cart. And they're hilarious yeah. because they're all like all the video edits are all like Windows Movie Maker level, like <laughs> the stupid 3D wipes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And he always says just something like just really dumb. Um, but they're delightful. They're just delightful. But then the cartoon is just bad animation and screaming the entire time. Um, <laughs> and, and I just... Great. And I, I hate it. I remember. I, just, I don't remember much from it, but I remember const- like whenever I'd watch it, just constantly being disappointed because he never would wish. Like he doesn't wish nearly enough. And is, am wish, I remembering that right? Well, I will watch two episodes, and he's wished in both of them. Okay, but you know, it's like it's like a, a monkey's paw wish premise, right? Uh, like yeah, yeah. he wishes for a thing, and then he goes on a wacky adventure, and then it goes awry somehow. And oh, be careful what you wish for. But it's always like, like. That's it's such a lazy premise for a TV show because it's basically like, what do we want to have him do this week? I don't know. Put him in the jungle. All right. I guess I wish I'm in the jungle. What are we gonna do this week? I don't know. He's a, he's a ninja. All right. And it, 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 there's no there's no like rules. There's no con- confines to the show. So it's just whatever situation they want to throw the characters in and have them start screaming. So yeah, it's well. You're welcome. My gift to you. I will never forgive you for this. I mean, I've never had <laughs> cancer, but I can't imagine it's this bad. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Take it away, Ryan. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I definitely can't follow that up. But, uh, well, for the past couple of days, I've actually been sick. And for the first time in my professional career, I actually use a sick day, um, which is kind of demoralizing actually (laughs) i held out this long but uh anyway so on the plus side it actually gave me an opportunity to catch up on some tv shows and video games uh so that's a good thing um yeah i watched this show if no one's ever watched it uh great news has anyone heard of tina fey she's in the second season yes Uh, i've heard of it but i haven't watched it uh, it I cannot recommend this show enough to this group. It for fans of Thirty Rock, SNL, Breasted uh, uh, Development. It's it, Kimmy Schmidt is right on the mark for what we call good 
TV shows. Okay. Uh, All right. What's it on? <laughs> it's a weird delivery. It's it's actually on Netflix, so oh, okay. go for it. This It's only two seasons. Unfortunately, it was canceled this year. <sighs> that's a sign of a good but, comedy, right? Uh, it will, yeah, exactly. So that's how that I can't give her better endorsement than the fact that it was canceled this year. Um, but it's freaking fantastic. I'm probably going to watch it all again uh, in like a couple months because you know you marathon a show and this, like I said, I was sick the last couple of days, so I had a chance to do that. But I really want to uh, watch it all again because it was freaking just ah, it was so good, just so yeah, hmm. a great show. So awesome. recommend that to you guys. Um, and then video game wise, I, uh, this is a, just a travesty of a video game, uh, Fallout 4. Um, I kind of talked to you guys about that. Sean, and I watched the, yeah. that recap or that analysis video, just, uh, I could do a whole podcast on that. But anyway, uh, this other video game called Darkest Dungeon, pretty good. Yeah, I played Actually that. really good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I could talk about that for a long time. Uh, Chris, you introduced me to Hades. Uh, they just released a new patch on Tuesday and kind of already explored the content from that new patch. Fantastic game. It's a roguelike. It's good times. Um, you may have actually mentioned that already on a previous podcast. But yeah. uh, but the real highlight is the game The Witness, um, which oh, I've you been had never played playing. that? I had not played it. Well, oh. I had played it at E3 like Oh, okay. Three oh, years I think I, that's right because I remember when I got it, yeah. you had mentioned you had like played it. Yeah, and it's funny because during when I played it at E3, I think Chris, maybe you were there with me, or maybe yeah. it was PSX. I, I think I've been there with every visit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. It was uh, yeah. It was it was right. the first PSX yeah. in Vegas. I remember now. They had like a little booth yep. in the back, yep. and it had like the like the art of the environments uh, for the walls and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We even talked. I yeah. think we even talked to Jonathan Blow while we were there i think we did yeah and i i think i I remember or rather i don't remember being impressed overly but man i regret not playing this game sooner oh my god like in terms of puzzle games i it's a 10 out of 10 i I don't know if i've ever just played a game and been like oh this is a perfect video yeah i don't know if my brain it's it's one of my favorite games of the last like five years it's right up there with the witcher three for me and and a handful of others uh that game have you got so (coughs) i won't go into like spoilers or anything but have you got to the like the part of the game where uh, i can't even describe it without potentially (laughs) i know this is so funny because i i over the last couple of days, I'm like, man, am I going to talk about this game during the podcast? Because it's going to be impossible yeah, to talk uh, about. But it's so good. Uh, and you wanna, like... I'm not, and I'm not done yet. I just keep asking myself, uh, when are they going to introduce the 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 machine gun so I can start shooting people? <laughs> I don't understand this game. It's kind of confusing that I'm not able to kill people yet. So I don't know anyone that's listening. They might be a little uh deterred by i don't think game. my brain has I feel like ever worked as hard some potential listeners than when i played that <laughs> I, game uh, <laughs> I, uh, I just take i was a dig more against uh video game audiences oh in okay okay yeah. yeah yeah that that's where that was directed but no it all all kidding aside one of the just best pieces of anything created yes. by man <laughs> I'm, I'm, I you're, like, kind of, you're not exaggerating though i honestly like I, it's i had never heard of this and uh, i so i just googled it like i do for a lot of things on the podcast and i didn't know immediately who jonathan blow was when you mentioned him but i <clears> am now seeing that he created braid yeah, yeah. he's in gaming right. circles he's in, like a that's an incredible person. game and that game right. opened like the whole like for me I, that made me aware of the indie game scene yeah. and 
led me to right, play a whole definitely. bunch of other really cool games that I wouldn't have mm-hmm. otherwise. So um, yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up, Matt, because I was planning on talking about Braid, and when I played Braid originally, I actually never finished Braid because oh. I was I actually wasn't. Imp- well, yeah, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> uh, and and what's, so now I'm absolutely going to go back and play Braid because I think I didn't, well, I clearly didn't give it enough chance. If the creator of that created this masterpiece, I clearly did not explore that game thoroughly enough. Probably not. Um, um, yeah. I was blown I, away I'll, No, brain. and I'll fully admit that, which is uh, kind of on a personal level, kind of because I take it at a point of pride to explore and give everything a fair chance so clearly i i did not mm-hmm. um anyway that aside uh witness yeah just i if i'm being honest i am i hate you guys for making me record this podcast right now and <laughs> preventing me from playing that video game like i Understood. think I witness mean, i think I'm, the best like if you had to introduce video games to someone who's never played video games i think witness would be like seriously in the top contender for like a game to show have someone play who's never played a video game before right the potential of what a game really but, could yes. be but at the same what, time i think yeah. that game is so to the extreme of like if you don't play games you will not be able to figure it well, out that's why i think it's so brilliant perhaps, it works on perhaps. both sides of the spectrum i think i, I mean yeah, i imagine I it, but i imagine yeah. if I, you I put cannot... a new person in that game they would just be lost they would not understand how to play no i disagree I, I don't know i I, I, I honestly could do a whole podcast on that you. game i guess we yeah, and <laughs> i i could and the point that you guys are discussing is one of thousands yeah. to discuss about this game and i would take i would argue both sides and i would i mean i'm yeah, not arguing i love that game i'm not arguing that i just think is yeah. not new like a new gamer it's not for them at all well anyway yeah it yeah uh, besides okay so besides those interesting topics i did also watch roma fantastic um bird box also watched i also compared it it's hard not to compare that movie to quiet place but also in a weird and also to the happening which okay it, to anyone who takes Bird Box's side as a good movie, which I do, I think it is a good movie. It, like you, you can't fault the premise of the happening if you're going to take Bird Box's side. I'll, I'll, I'll state that because, right? It's yeah, the premise uh, of the happening. Like, if you're willing to believe one, you have to be willing to believe the other. Yeah, it's right? the execution. It, it, yeah, I don't. It's not the no, premise agreed, agreed, alone. Agreed. It's yeah, the execution and and things which, that just like and the, I think this is where it, it's similar in, to the Quiet Place is that. I think the characters and the story and everything of The Quiet Place works so well mm-hmm. that you could ignore those nitpicky things in terms of how the, exactly. the monsters were. Exactly. But I don't think Bird Box was that same level. So all of those things no. were much more apparent. So like, yes. when, and so yes. it didn't make any sense. And that completely detracted from the film because there wasn't the rest of the quality of like, oh, this is a really interesting story. Or really, like, you know what? You kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, 100%. And, that, and it's funny because I was having the same discussion with Paul. And so I can't wait for him to hear his opinion on this podcast. But that was exactly what I was trying to describe to Paul is that I compared it so closely with The Quiet Place due to premise. But because Quiet Place I thought was a superior film, I could ignore – not ignore, but kind of put aside the nitpicky yeah. things. Whereas Bird Box – I, I I ended up kind of focusing in on those nitpicky things because I felt like the film didn't give me enough yes. of yeah. the Absolutely. gravitas that Quiet Place Quiet Place did, yeah. and then therefore I kind of ended up reducing down to a happening. And no, by no means is is uh, Bird Box on the same level of film as a happening. I would say it's pretty um, much like in between the two because I think I yeah, think actually, Quiet Place is fantastic. Yeah, no, I exactly. I would say exactly. it's right in the yeah. middle. For me, the the problem with it, and I know now we're getting into a bird box review, 
it had everything to do with, I think, the, the editing. Like, in the editing room, I think this could have been redone and been made into a a significantly better movie, just in the way that it's structured. Maybe. And that would yeah. have changed everything. Because I think, like, mm. cinematography-wise, it's, it's fine. Acting-wise, it's great. It really just has to do with how it was edited and how it, the story is presented. I really think that it takes away a lot of the tension and yeah. a lot of... Yeah, like, there's definitely an credence for the, to that. So. For anyway, a quiet get, place, but, it's all but, tension. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, before we get into a bird box hole, um, should we move on, Chewy? Yes, <laughs> please. Like let's, let's, we, yeah, let's, let's we actually move on this. because we have a lot to talk yes. about in this episode. Yeah, and we we're already. We, this is already one of our longer uh, yeah. sharing circle Uh-oh. segments, probably because we all haven't all been on the same episode sure. in a while. But uh, yeah. I think, but it's definitely time to move on. So, uh, all right. So, um, like mentioned earlier, this is the uh, 2018 wrap up episode. Um, we talked a couple ways about how we would approach this, and ultimately, the way that we're approaching it is with our first annual Chunkies Awards. Is <laughs> what we're calling it <laughs> trademark um, trademark trademark everybody trademark. everybody eat your chunkies so we will be awarding several chunkies this evening uh the chunkies were decided by uh, a google form that we put out on our social media and people had a chance to fill out their picks uh for most of the the categories we had several uh nominees already in place and then a, an option to write in your own nominee some of the categories were was purely write-in. So some of the categories are a little scattershot. Uh, we, we have categories where there's just like a whole bunch of different things that people voted for. Um, but the way we'll do this is we'll go through and we'll, t- we'll say what our personal picks were for the category. And then I'll talk about what won, maybe what com- came close to winning. And uh, if there were any interesting write-in ones that, that people added, I'll, I'll make sure to mention those. And Sounds I good. I think that's how we'll go about doing it. So should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, from somewhere, Jump Chunks headquarters in beautiful uh, everywhere, everywhere, Southern California. This is that's easy the first annual Chunkies Awards. I'm gonna kick this off with the topic that we are we're just just talking about. So this is the category of favorite video game. All right. Why don't we why don't we go around and start in a circle? Should we have an order? Um, let me start it off. Mm, I have it. no points in this discussion. <laughs> Vince votes for Kingdom Hearts one. <laughs> I am not going to be a part of this discussion, other than to make a comedic banter um, and to slightly right. maybe you know. In the interest of time, I'm going to shut that down right now. Good idea. Okay, move on. <laughs> All right, Chris, what do you got? Uh, so on this one, I voted for God of War. Um, okay. You can listen to our God of War podcast from way back when to understand why I voted for it. I was in tempted. Sense- I was tempted to vote for Hades though, but I figured it's an early access; doesn't technically mm-hmm. count as being released. I guess. So. Well, in a sentence or two, why God of War? Uh, I mean, everything. It was such a monumental shift from what it was, which uh, if you want, listen to the previous one, I'm not a huge fan of the original series. It was a little too dumbed down action game for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's like the exact opposite. The combat uh, went to the polar opposite to where it's very difficult and it's rewarding. It feels really good and it's very uh, built into the world and the characters and everything. I mean, I, I could just talk about it forever again. The music, the graphics, the 
the voice acting, the story, freaking everything. Everything. Okay, great. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Um, so I'm usually, I don't usually play uh, launch games, or, you know, or not launch games, but games that... Just came out. I usually, yeah. Yeah, that. So really, my only contribution this year is, in 2018, is Monster Hunter World, uh, which I did get at launch, or, you know, when it launched, and played quite thoroughly to completion. Uh, and I thought it was really good, and I think it's deserving of Game of the Year titles. Uh, I did watch uh, Spider-Man and Game uh, uh, God of War and other things at people's houses when they played them, usually Chris, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I they're good. I watched all the cutscenes for the Spider-Man game, and it, it, was, it made a great movie. I actually did think that, yeah. All right, Sean, how about you? Uh, this one was actually tough because I think the the obvious answer is what I went with, uh, which is God of War. I mean, we did a whole episode on that, so it was it would be hard not to. Um, I almost went with Spider Man just because I think I more thoroughly played that, and I think on a minute to minute basis, I probably like was having more fun. But I think God of War is a better game, so I went with that. Um, but I the other. The other kind of struggle I had was I, t- I played a ton of – well, not a ton. I played a fair amount of indie games this year, and I always – I don't know, sometimes those are just uh, more – I don't know, better experience – not better. More of my favorite experiences are through indie games. And so one specifically I think I mentioned is called Return of the Obra Dinn. I almost wrote that in because that was mm-hmm. such good. But I went with God of War pretty much for everything Chris said. Um, I think – to sum it up for me, it took a franchise that I was bored and kind of turned off by and just completely made me fall in love with the characters, the world, and the gameplay. So, Okay. Uh, I almost went with Spider-Man. I think that's the game I spent the most time on this year. Um, but, you know, I didn't get to finish it. So, But uh, my, my, my vote is a write-in vote. Um, I voted for Golf With Your Friends. <laughs> i think if i talk about how much how much which game i had the most fun playing i almost wrote in uh the jackbox party pack if we're being honest <laughs> um but if we're talking about just purely entertainment wise i think those are the games i had the most fun playing um but golf with your friends it's it's exactly what you think it's going to be it's golf um and hopefully uh friends <laughs> and <laughs> But I will say a lot of a lot of the entertainment is derived out of uh, the friends element of golf with your friends. It's a great game to kick back on on Skype um, and just it's and just kind of mess around in a goofy miniature golf environment. And you don't even have to go miniature golfing; you just do it right here. You can play everybody. But I'm isn't that like for... miniature golfing is so easy to just go and do? Now we're even. Not if I don't want to leave. Well, we should but... do scooters and mini golf. Okay, let's do that. Followed or just go, or go home and play golf with your friends after the movie. <laughs> um, but I'm a sucker for games that have uh, workshop support for level editors. I really mm-hmm. love seeing like the people who make manage to make levels better than the original creators and the people who make them way worse. Um, <laughs> I think I think those opposite ends of the spectrum make for and you buy a game, it's infinite. So I, I'm a sucker for that. So That's true. Uh, that was my vote. Um, so for the category video game, the uh, nominees that I put up for vote were Red Dead Redemption 2, Smash Brothers Ultimate, God of War, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter Worlds, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and... Which I'm now realizing is a typo. That should have been Shadow. Oh, right. Yeah, Shadow. That is. It should have been Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, Oops, my bad. Um, And Fallout 76, because I thought it 
was good for a laugh. Um, and we had a couple <laughs> other we had a couple couple other uh, write-ins. We had Soul Calibur Six, mm. and we had Garfield Kart, the uh, the Steam Classic Garfield. <laughs> How did Kart. we miss that one? <laughs> I know. Um, we had a tie for the winner. No. Oh. Are, Sean, are you gonna put in a sound effect or something? That was it. That that was me right. putting in that effect, everyone. That was definitely not tied one for, of us. Tied it. for the winners. Uh, 25% of the vote each are Smash Brothers Ultimate and Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. That, that's I, that's I, actually not that is not surprising. But not really, surprising, right? but I, I, I do think both of those games are should be you know recognized as game of the year. Like I I I I'm fine with that. I have my qualms with Ultimate. I would not... I mean, not saying that Ultimate's a bad game, but I'm saying I have qualms that I would definitely knock points off of it for. Okay. Well, as someone who's played both of those, I just think, yes, I'm I'm fine with that. I think they are both exceptionally great games. I get what you're saying, Chris, but anyways. Well, take the trophy. Cut it in half. All right. There you go. All right. On to the next category. Our very first Chunky. First Chunky (laughs) is given out. Now we got to have some weird segment... By some presenter, or when, yeah, when do we wait. do the montage of everyone who died this year? <laughs> when do we get to that part? All right. Next up, we got best no look pass in an NFL game. <laughs> oh, okay. We're doing that. Okay. This is a category that Chris insisted I put in. 100% this of the strongest. <laughs> what kind of weirdos do you think listen to this podcast that also watch sports? <laughs> Chris, why Just don't you give me. out the uh, why don't you give out the award for uh, best no look pass in an NFL game? Drum roll, please. Vince, do a drum roll. <laughs> I love it. So the award for best no-look pass in the NFL game. And for anybody, just for clarity, that means he was throwing the ball to the opposite side of his body that he wasn't looking. And that goes to young quarterback Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course who he's going to win that award. A delight to watch, but probably one of the worst technical QBs I've ever seen. Because he's a shortstop. That's why. He throws the ball like he's a shortstop. He does not play football. He just does whatever he wants out on the field, which works. It's not a bad thing. It works. On to the next category. I have a lot to talk about. no longer talk about sports for Stupid Philip Rivers. That's the most I want to talk about sports on this podcast in the whole 2019. (laughs) Yes, I finally got some in. There you go. I did that just to to, ease your pain. All right. (laughs) On to favorite TV show. This was a category where we didn't have uh, nominees. This was purely write-in. So what did you guys think for this year? What What TV show struck your fancy? Um, I wrote Uh, in, I think this is probably not a surprise, um, The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Yeah, same here. Not a surprise. Uh, same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chewy? Um, Chewy, you go first. Uh, I think I put series of unfortunate events. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, which we haven't talked about yet, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I think we've all seen, so that's an episode coming up soon, yeah, right? Might be next episode. Vince, what about you? Well, I was a basic person and put Game of Thrones Season 7. But even though I know that it wasn't this year, technically I'm counting it because we didn't know. have one. Shenanigans. Maybe. I'll let it slide, I suppose. But <sighs> I I recently rewatched it and I actually think that it's better than a lot of people give it credit for. Hmm. I know. No comment. Alright. Well, well, you can't have a uh, comment. <laughs> I w I don't want one. <laughs> We had a lot of well, we had a lot of write-ins for this. Not everybody voted in the writing categories, but I'll just name off some of the shows that people listed. 
Um, we had a few votes for the good place. Mm, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, we had a yeah, good yeah, amount yeah. of votes for the good place. Uh, yep, yep. We let's see. We got a we got a South Park in there. Uh, mm. We got we got a Queer Eye in there. We I mean, I watched that. We got Lip Sync Battle. Uh, Did not watch that. Is Hot Ones a show? Yes. What about uh, Hilda? Is Hot Ones the one where they eat chicken wings while they interview? Yes. That's a uh, YouTube yeah, thing. Yeah, the I don't YouTube. know if that counts, no, but I guess that's Oh, well, sure. you know what? Next yeah. year we need to have a YouTube category. That's Oh, I would actually have a lot of fun. Anyways, yeah, keep going. I'm going to vote for it. I don't have a hard time. put in Yum Chunks YouTube shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, we had a Brooklyn Nine Nine, which we had a few. All Brooklyn these are good, by the way. These are. We had all a few like, Brooklyn Nine Nines, which is cool because it got saved, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, that. Yeah, uh, well, we had a few place, votes, for, and yeah. Anyways, uh-huh. we had a few votes for series of unfortunate events, um, but and then we had a Family Guy. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's unfortunate. But the winner, which ultimately was decided by us. Uh, is the haunting of Hill House? Yay! But well, it wasn't just... decided by us, as in. Well, I mean, we, we had more votes than just the three. Three of three of you guys voted for Hill House, right? Yes. Okay. Well, we had yeah. a good amount more than that, but oh, um, okay, okay. But still, you guys made up a big percentage of of it winning. So, I mean, I'd say it deserves it. I I really didn't think about it. I should have thought more about it because I did like that a whole lot. You so you did watch it? You of just course. Went on it. Okay. No, I finished it. It's just I finished it after the podcast, unfortunately. Oh, okay. um, well, we're going to send the Chunky to um, the Hill House. Okay. It'll be... <laughs> Excellent. All right. Moving right along. On its way. Let's, uh, let's, let's, move, let's go into a topic that um, we just never, ever talk about on this uh, podcast. So this will be a first <laughs> for us to see how it goes. Let's talk music. Uh-oh. Oh, row. <laughs> we have favorite song and we have favorite album. Which one should I do first? Let's start song. with song. Okay, favorite song. Take it away, boys. Boys. Uh, I the, I I don't know. The only one I put, and I don't. This isn't even my favorite, but this is the first song that came to my head, probably because it was on the radio as I got out of my car right before I recorded this podcast. Was that song "The Interrupter" the, by the Interrupters? You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that song's alright. It's catchy. No, it's it's, it's a good, good song. song. That song has actually kind of become a little like a fun joke with me, Lana, and Aaron. Oh really? <laughs> because we we went to see that band. Oh. Um. Yeah, we went to see them at Le- Ye Scallywag, which is a oh, local yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and they they're one of the main performers, and so like that's it's it's a fun cool yeah, uh, song. She's we, we all that's, got that's what's called. We, she's kerosene. Yeah, we all were skanking to it or whatever. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good time. That's yeah. That's actually, that's a that's a good pick, Sean. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. All right, Chris, what you got? Uh, for song yeah. song, I put hunger by florence and the machine Ooh, i is that, was that 2018 don't yeah okay. yeah, yeah. i don't normally talk about music but i mean when i first heard that song i started texting ryan yeah, like was, oh my god i remember that yeah <laughs> yeah and i don't do that normally <laughs> no so that it's, i it's stu- it stood out it stood out to me i was it like stood out to me too song. in fact i think it didn't even say that like why are you messaging me this, Chris? Like, uh, this is odd of you. Why? How dare you? <laughs> uh, Vince, how about yourself? Well, uh, I would. I I wrote in this song that's called "Better" by Khalid because it's really catchy, and I've been listening to it a lot. Cool. That's it's a good I song. I heard it. I would li- I would recommend it. It actually of all the like. Of all the songs I've listened to, like that are kind of like really popular on the radio right now, I would say that it actually like has a, a 
good message and like the mm-hmm. beat is like really like easy to listen to it's actually re- like relaxing but it's also like like yeah this is this is good give it a, give it a listen great cool that's all i gotta <laughs> uh, say about it that's all sometimes that's all you need ryan how about yourself uh yeah so i don't i don't talk about music much on this podcast and i've always kind of wanted to so here we go um uh so uh we're, we're just doing just best song right now right yeah okay well my best my favorite song is a song nobody by mitski uh and she actually got a little more popular this year but she's been one of my favorite artists for a couple years now or a few years um and yeah it's just uh i don't know what i don't know how to describe the song it's kind of it feels a little old school um it's pretty straightforward um but it's just uh yeah it, it it's just it hits you where it counts um yeah hey ryan so can, that's, can that's I, my pick can i ask you a question yes vince what do you think about greta van fleet Oh, actually, uh, yeah, I've I've been aware they're pre- they're pretty uh, young band, yes, but they're pretty good. They have an old school vibe. They're kind of bringing back some retro, like Zeppelin uh, mm-hmm. style. Uh, Matt, you would actually probably dig them. I've been listening um, to them a lot too. What's it called? Greta Van Fleet. Well, now they, I wrote it. They had they actually they performed were at, at the observatory. Here, sorry, guys. I wish I was. I wish I went to the show, but yeah, that, yeah. I I considered I considered uh, going to that show. Um, they performed at Coachella last year, mm-hmm. and they were actually pretty good. I, I they were kind of on my radar, and I was like, oh, I'll check them out, um, see how they are live. And they they have that low V neck uh, cut vibe to them. If you uh, if you know what I'm talking about, I know what uh, you're talking about. I know. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you? Because I don't. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty fun. Uh, okay, for for mine, I put a song called "After the Storm" uh, by Kali Uchis. Have, have any of you guys heard of her? Mm-mm. I want to um, listen though. I uh, I discovered her because uh, last year I got really into uh, not really into, but moderately into Tyler the Creator. Uh, actually, went to his concert at the beginning of last year. And I got into Tyler the Creator because of the uh, the TV show Loiter Squad. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah. really into that show. I started listening to his music, and is it's great. And Kaliuchi featured on a song called "See You Again" on uh, this Flower Boy album. So yeah. I looked her up, and she had just put out an album last year. Um, it's kind of like R and B, jazz, a little bit of rap, but um, with like a little bit of a um, yeah, isolation, know. right? Yeah, isolation, which yeah. is also 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 what I put for album. But I, I'm changing my answer for album. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It, it's really relaxing. It's kind of hypnotic and like. Um, so one of the comments on the music video for one of her songs says it's good elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's really it's really laid back and easy to listen to. It's. Uh, She's got a great voice, and it's just something like I like to put on while I'm working or or whatever. It just kind of it's a de-stressor album uh, song, and it's, it's my favorite song on the album. So that's no, I'm... that that's actually a really good pick. Uh, I also saw her at Coachella. Well, I should clarify, I didn't go to Coachella. Uh, I just watched the, the YouTube <laughs> the live stream, yeah. and I actually saw her perform, and I was actually very impressed. I don't think I had heard of her prior to that performance, 
but I was I had since looked her up because I was impressed. So yeah, that's actually a really good pick. Well, good. Yeah. Hey. So uh, some of the other picks that we had, we had. Uh, let's see. Now, we have we, we have uh, Life Flight, the theme from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I know the person who sang that theme song. We have uh, we have Kamikaze from Walk the Moon. That's we have uh, one, After Earth from Bed and Bomber, which I'd never heard of. I li- listened, I looked up and listened to pretty pretty snazzy. Uh, we have the song Shallow from A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the pick that I I think I want to change mine to is a tie between the Shrek Retold cover of All Star and the Shrek Retold version of Hallelujah with David Lee Part from Tim and Eric fame. Um, so I think I'd actually like to change my answer to Hallelujah by David Lee Part. Right. What's uh, the, what, do we have a clear winner? We don't, so how okay, are we going to do this? Dude. Are you sure yeah, it's Kamikaze from Walk the Moon and not the Eminem song? Know. There was a song called Kamikaze from Walk the Moon this year. Well... Yeah, but that was 2017. Oh, then it's was probably it? Eminem. Yeah, it's Eminem. Oh, okay. Okay, well, Kamikaze from Eminem. Anyway, how are we going to do this? Split up Everybody the gets a chunky. I think we should just give it to Hallelujah by David Lee Hart. All right, that's fine. He'll I can accept it. that. He'll Great. appreciate it more than any, anyone else, I guess. He will, yeah. So that's, Has anybody that's... given that guy a role? Oh, we got to vote for Rock and Roll McDonald's. <laughs> Do we have to vote for that? Is that a requirement? No, no somebody he, voted for that. No, he's right. Um, he, he, well, oh, I wish I had. Dang it. It just didn't come out in 2018, so I had to disqualify. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair. let's That's move fair. on to best That's album. Fair. What do you guys... Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of go through this pretty quickly. Ryan, I, why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, well, kind of obvious, but the uh, Be the Cowboy from Mitski is the favorite, or my favorite album. With a close runner-up of Clean by Soccer Mommy. Um, I know, uh, those who know me may be surprised to hear me not vote for Honey by Robin this year, but, uh, it, while it was really fun and really cool, good album, I think it doesn't have the emotional gravity that Misky's album did, and I think that's what really pulled me in. Um, uh, I don't know, I guess for anyone who's interested, I guess I would suggest listening to the, or even watching the music video for the song Nobody. Um, and just if they're interested in that style of music, I actually don't like uh, this album as much as her pre- her previous album, uh, Puberty Two, uh, which yeah, just it kind of I don't know it. I'm not sure what to even say about this. Um, I think it's kind of it speaks to maybe like a part of us that's longing to make connections with other people or just other things in the world. And kind of like the dissatisfaction with the inability to do so. Um, so that's, I think, kind of what pulls me in. Mm-hmm. And like, kind of like, I kind of, I think originally when I was listening to this album, I, it was, it was good. It was enjoyable. It was well put together music. But I don't think I truly came to appreciate it when I actually came to kind of, if I were to try to review this album in our podcast, how would I do so? And I kind of started thinking about, well, I don't really talk about <clears throat> music on the podcast um, or talked about music with really with anyone. And so that was like, oh, that's interesting. Why don't I talk about music with anyone? It's like, well, I don't really know anyone to talk about music with. So, and that's, I think, what kind of drew me back into understanding this album um, in terms of like la- lacking the ability to make connections with people. So I don't know, that was kind yeah. of like an interesting, like, 
that kind of like it was almost kind of like a meta experience kind of a, or like resonated a, with you in a different, yeah. different level that's interesting yeah so that was that was cool so i think that kind of put it on like a level above um like i said the soccer mommy album which is just a fantastic album all the way through on its own right uh i do want to if i can just uh, honorable mention if that's allowed yeah um uh, there's thought, no rules yeah that's true uh <laughs> negro swan uh by blood orange which is one of my favorite bands is a fantastic listen um uh, super organism which is a debut album from this kind of a hodgepodge uh, band, it's kind of just all these members came together that had never met each other in real life, and they just kind of all collaborated online, which I have a feeling is going to be a uh, more common way of bands joining up. But it's it's actually a pretty pretty good listen. Um, and then I'll say uh, the album by Low and the album by Janelle Monet. So Great. those were my yeah. Um, I'll go. Uh, I initially voted for Isolation by Kaliuchi. Um, cause I think probably as far as just like time spent listening this year, I, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that like the rare times that I find new music, I listen to it to death. So I had spent a lot of time listening to that album this year. Um, uh, but then I changing my answer to, um, uh, George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic released a new album in 2018 and, uh, called, uh, Medicaid Fraud Dog. And, uh. I uh, I went to go see George Clinton and P Funk uh, last year also, and at the uh, at the Observatory, and it is maybe the most amazing concert I ever went to. Like, and I haven't been to a ton of concerts, but it like that show blew me away, and I was just amazed by like you know they they played all the old favorites like Atomic Dog and um and Give Up the Funk and um the song everyone knows from Good Burger. They played all that. Um, and they all played all the stuff from the new album, and that. They're just like a collective of artists that are all like family members of like three different generations performing on stage. And they're all just kind of doing their own thing and like contributing to their like their collective. And uh, it's great. A lot of the music sounds like it's straight out of the 70s, 80s. And then a lot of the music on that album sounds like modern stuff and then fusions between the two. So it's Medicaid Fraud Dog is an excellent album. It's super funky and it's just it's so much fun to listen to. So, recommendation if you nice, like funk nice. at all, or if you like, you know, like seventies funk, George Clinton, that kind of stuff. That that that's that is my vote for this year. Edge edges out Cali. All right, anybody else? Vince. Oh man, albums. Okay, well, <sighs> I have never been one to select albums of music, but I'll go with. Hey, I like Panic at the Disco. I'm not gonna lie, I do. So I'll say, I do like them, but I'm don't not going to say panic but, at the disco. But I don't think "Pray for the Wicked" was their best album, so I'm not going to choose that. Even though I'm going to go see them in like a month, but I'm not going to choose that. Well, that, we did get a vote for "Pray for the Wicked." No, it wasn't me. Huh. Um, I could be the deciding factor. That could oh, be oh, no, no, because it's not convinced. their best album. Yeah, it that's is not the their best, best album. album. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give them the credit for that one. Um. I like the the theme for Avengers Infinity War. I'm going with that. There you go. Avengers Infinity <laughs> the soundtrack War. soundtrack to Avengers Infinity War. Look, I've always been a, I've always been a guy who appreciates score. I don't think that score gets gets the credit it deserves. I mean, well, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's fair. That's good. Yeah. Then yeah. I I I stand by Avengers Infinity War. I think it had a fantastic score. I think if you listen to like Thanos' yeah. theme, it has all the great like Guardians of the Galaxy themes. They have to weave together with like Iron Man's theme. 
especially in Avengers Infinity War as opposed to any other Marvel movie, I think like the weaving of the individual characters' themes in the movie was really well done. I agree with you, and I also think that the Avengers movies are the only maybe one of the few franchises within the MCU that has memorable music. I think yeah, I yeah. think the the Avengers theme itself it's the same guy that did the Back to the Future theme. I'm blanking on his name right now, but is actually like, yeah, that's our, that's Marvel. That's what this is all about. So mm-hmm. solid pick, Vince. Thank you, Sean. What do you got? Um, I I'm not a music person, so I'm just gonna go with some, a popular band that everyone knows, and I know they came out with an album this year, and it's probably the only album I've listened to actually all the way. Um, I get uh, simulation theory. Muse simulation theory. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, um, and Chewy, the the artist yeah. was Alan Silvestri. That's yes. the yeah, Alan Silvestri. He's yes. fantastic. Alan Silvestri is yes. really good. John Williams and like like James Newton Howard get a lot of like, you know, mm-hmm. credit as the two big big guns of like composers. But Alan Silvestri's right there. Yeah. He also did the theme to Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. I think. Well, Wait, no, I made that he's up. Best known for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, who got left, Chris? Uh, so I was when I first was doing this, I was thinking I did really like Kamikaze. I was maybe I put Kamikaze down. Uh, I think the Black Panther soundtrack was pretty good. good But at the end of the day, I decided to go with actually uh, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse because there's just something different about the album. Mm -hmm. It's very chill. And it's something that I could put on the background with Post Malone and all that stuff. It's very just relaxing and it, you don't have to be completely invested in it. It's not like lyric heavy or anything like that. So you can really just enjoy mm-hmm. the music itself. Sunflower is a close and, second. For and me like I said, favorite it, song. it's up there. There's also a Jaden Smith song on it. And I, I think I said this before, but I never thought I would like I a Jaden Smith song. And... And you learn something <laughs> yeah. about ourselves every day. So, <laughs> so I, I vote Spider-Man vote. to the Spider-Movie soundtracks. Uh, so we have Be the Cowboy Mitski, we had Isolation. Oh, no, I changed that one. We have Love is Dead by Churches. Um, mm-hmm. oh. We had uh, Eminem Kamikaze, Pray for the Wicked. Uh, somebody did write in uh, Black Panther soundtrack, uh, Kendrick. Nice. Um, you Won't Get What You Want by Daughters. Uh, we had mm. Trench by 21 Pilots. And um, I would like to propose the winner for this year. We had uh, now sixty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't I mean, that's that. what it's I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying oh, is that if you, if you uh, look at 2018, but that's unfair. That's, that's a highlight reel. You know? It's taking all the best best songs. You can't do that. It's got to be from one artist. Well, we, hey, we no, don't have rules here. Yeah. No, 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 no. First of all, there are multiple artists even on the Infinity War soundtrack. And Spider-Man so. OST. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Black Panther. It is Panther. decreed. The winner of the 2018 Best <laughs> Album is now 68. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, We're just upping our credibility in <laughs> our first discussion about music. I mean, honestly, it probably is the Black Panther soundtrack. But... <laughs> At least, at least it was in uh, Kids oh, Bob. Yeah. I, forgot, to, I yeah. forgot about that when I was voting. Chewie, you'll have to make another ride for that. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. That Of everything that I've made and put on YouTube, that's my, been my biggest success is Kids Bop the Ride. That's, the thing that, that's, that's the your thing legacy. That I, of everything I've made, that's the thing that's going to hit a million views first. So That's great. Um, there you go. 
All right. Uh, let's transition into film, which is the thing that we pretty much always talk about on this podcast, so we can actually yeah. know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> great. Let's see. Where should we start? Uh, how about how about uh, how about best Oscar-y movie? This is a category. This is a category. We talk a lot about popular films on this podcast, but this is a category that is the stuff that is probably going to be award shows type of thing. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Um, I chose Roma. Okay. Actually, no, it's not true because but when I voted, I did not had had not seen Roma. But now I have seen Roma, so I now will choose Roma. Um, before that, it was Black Klansman because of all the nominees. That was the one I liked the most. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do think Roma. I think Roma is like a filmmaker's film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably the it. most crafted, the most artfully crafted film. It's the most finely crafted. It's the most, I don't know, all that stuff you could add. I don't think it's a film that everyone will like. I'm guarantee actually a lot of people won't like. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think it's just purely on a just film as an art form. I don't think. Anything's on that list, it kind of touches it, and so I, I so that's what I go with. It's not even necessarily my favorite, but I think it's the most Oscar-y, best Oscar-y film. Okay, Vince, I went with Black Klansman, and I have not seen Roma, so my vote is not changing. Um, for me, I like it was a it was a toss up. I think that um, I I think it's got the best chance of winning. I just think that like direction acting script i think it's all super tight as opposed to maybe like a star is born i think it kind of star is born kind of slips up in the last act maybe for me um i just think black Klansman is just like a super solid engaging movie all the way through i just yeah. i had a really good time with it all right uh chris i went with roma Dang Are it. you sorry? Do I have to see Roma now? I haven't seen Roma. <laughs> it's on I haven't seen. I haven't seen it's it either. It's on Netflix, so, I, so it's easy to get. Nah, to. I'm not sorry. Uh, Roma from <laughs> Al- from Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, just another friggin' amazing film. He also did the cinematography for it. And oh, uh, oh it's tell, an Alfonso Cuarón film. He yeah, made every single sh- yeah. every uh, single <laughs> shot is very specific and intentional, and it's like it's. It shows. I I teared up at a part in the movie. It's it's a little bit of a slow burn. Yet it's not like event driven at all. It's completely character driven. Hmm. Um, just to be clear, I wasn't it, implying that you should be sorry. No, no. You just you no, just sounded I took it sorry. That way. Okay. Well, I don't take it that way. Uh, Ryan. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess uh, Roma. That's that is what I put because I had seen it at that time. Um. Uh. Yeah. There's this movie's worth discussion of its own. Yeah. Um. That there was. I will just add to kind of what these guys have said, and I think there was parts of the movie that I. Well, you know how I am with movies, just being squeamish about certain things. But there, yeah, I I came very close to having to like stop the movie and like walk away and take a moment because it was. There's some parts. Now let me very, ask you this: uh, Knowing you, is it squeamish as in like a, a visceral, like physical, like blood gore, something like that, or is it squeamish as no. in the awkward interactions between humans that are consistently had on a daily basis? Because like, like I, any I, episode I think of you the know office. which one is the right answer. <laughs> okay, any, any I know, but I needed to make sure the that office. they knew. Make sure uh, yeah, that... so for the audience listening, it's the latter of the two. 
Matt mentioned. Watch any uh, any movie with Ryan that involves two people who have romantic <laughs> interest in each other talking to each other. Um, I, I didn't know it was possible no, it, to sink that low into a chair. It's my favorite. <laughs> but, okay, but to be clear, it's not just romantic interest because I had the same reaction to I Love You, Man. Right. <laughs> just kind of the awkward, just like, people being people. Yeah. Yep, correct. It is more fun to watch a movie like that with you than it is a horror movie, and it's hilarious watching a horror movie. So, <laughs> well, to all the you. audience members, all the listeners out there, I recommend my recommendation is to watch a movie with Ryan. <laughs> yep. Any movie, good choice. Any movie is the winner if you watch it with Ryan. Sean, did we go? Did we get to you? Yeah, I said Roma. That's right. Okay, so, so guessing um, that wins. When I put this one together, um, I went to a website that I often use to cheat on my on the Oscar pools every year. Um, it's awardcircuit.com. Uh, they have a track record of being pretty accurate and being able to predict the Oscars. So I went and I picked what they're they're projecting to be the the nominees for Best Picture. Um, and so the nominees I had down were Roma, A Star Is Born, Green Book, Black Klansman. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and First Man. So wait, those wait, were Matt. Have you chosen yours yet? What's yours? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was all part of your build-up. That's why I was like, wait, he's not. He's just yeah. gonna tell us. What oh no, that are. wasn't my you build-up. Tell us what I yours forgot is I went. first. Oh, <laughs> um, I voted for Bohemian Rhapsody because it's the only one of these movies I've seen. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, those are the ones that I. That, that's how I derived the uh, the answers. Uh, the nominees for we had a couple write-ins. Uh, we had The Mule. Has anybody seen The Mule? No, no but I know no. it. The Clint Eastwood one? I know what Clint, it is, yeah. Clint Eastwood, yeah. and it's in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a vote for Avengers Infinity War. So, good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. we had a vote for Annihilation. Um, because Ooh, Oscar, would, No, because Oscar Isaac is in there. it. They wrote, in parentheses, be. Oscar Isaac, and the category is Best uh, oscar Movie. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Can we just give it to right, that person wins. Okay, they win. All right. Uh, well, a couple that are missing that I was kind of surprised were the favorite and the Mary Queen of Scots. That mm. those have been getting a lot of buzz recently. I have not yeah. seen either, so I didn't. I wouldn't vote yeah. for them anyway. But well, there was a lot of uh, early buzz for the favorite, and then uh, those websites that track this kind of thing kind of stopped talking about it. Oh, really? So I don't know if that means that it's kind of out of the running or what have you. But yeah, it, yeah. I haven't heard as much of it. Anyway, so. Um, it's actually really interesting because the Golden Globes does things a little differently, right? They they split comedy and then yeah. like drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the one that won for drama was Black Panther, wasn't it? Black Panther? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I think it won the Golden Globe for drama. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting that this site wouldn't even track it as an actual nomination for Best Picture. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see it in a category for it was, yeah, It was. It's just that they... they they kind of take a ton of movies and rank them in likelihood for nomination oh, yeah. and then for likelihood in winning. And the uh, list had like like 30 yeah, movies on it. Yeah. So I just picked the top, I don't know, 5 uh, or 10 yeah, or whatever right. it was. Plus we got a comic book category. So. Yeah, and Black, Clans, or Black Panther was pretty far down the list, so uh, I didn't include it. But um, And we didn't get any write-ins for it. Um, okay, so for this poll... Uh, overwhelming majority. Uh, mo- most a lot of these got like one or two votes. Uh, but the one that got the most votes was thirty-seven point nine percent of the vote was Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Bohemian right. Rhapsody is the chunky award-winning movie for best Oscar-y movie. Wow! Um, upset for I guess is there upsets? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think I think probably because 
I think of these movies, it's the most accessible. Yeah, I agree. I think this, sure. it's the movie that you're more likely to go watch to have a good time and not because you heard it's like a good movie that's, mm-hmm. you know, like an award season movie. So, and like I, mean, I talked about it a little bit a couple episodes ago. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was particularly remarkable standout, but I did have a really good time watching it. And it did, you do, I did leave the theater like, yeah, all right. Yeah, Queen. Cool. So, yeah. you know, it, it is of the movie and it is one of the ones that's being talked about for award season. Um, so I don't know if it is now still, but um, they had it projected pretty high for uh, at award circuit. So um, there you go. That's all our right. Best all right. Oscar. Moving let's, right let's along. Let's see if our awards are predict. Ours will be will have our own site, and we'll start taking our. What won the chunky <laughs> this year? That's always a good indicator. What's going to yes. be Oscar. <laughs> All right. So uh, the award for uh, best movie that features a scene where a crazed Tom Hardy jumps into a lobster <laughs> tank in a nice restaurant uh, a with one. an overwhelming one hundred percent was Venom. Wow. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Controversial a yeah. little bit, but. You know, yeah. the, I couldn't. I couldn't really decide, so I didn't vote. I oh, I, <laughs> I wanted to write in John Mulaney SNL, but I wasn't able to. Well. <laughs> the numbers don't lie, Vince. The numbers right. don't lie. Uh, okay, so let's move on to uh, let's move on to worst movie. Ooh, all right. what do we think? What do we think, Vince? What do you think? Oh yeah. Oh God, the worst movie. I mean. I, I don't want to, because if you want to go for, like, Netflix movies, it'd be easy to pick one of mm-hmm. those. Um, there was one that I saw. There's a Netflix movie. Who is the guy who's, like, the comedic relief of Pitch Perfect? He's, like, a bro kind of guy. And oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember yeah. his name. But he's in a movie about, like, a hotel heist thing that happens. <laughs> Ryan saw that and liked oh. that movie. Oh, God. I hated Game that over. movie. Wait, wait. Is that the movie? It's probably Game Oh, over. Game Over. Yeah, that's a great movie. What do you say? What do you mean? What? The guys from Workaholics? You like that movie? Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're so drunk with your roommates, it's a fantastic film. Oh, well, <laughs> I was sober and hoping oh, well, to laugh. Oh, well, then you don't you Then don't you weren't the target audience. Movie. Yeah, you're not good at watching movies, Vince. <laughs> Dang it. It's okay, Vince. I'm not going to say you're not good at watching movies, but you definitely weren't the target audience there. All right. Ryan, oh, what'd you put? Thank you. Uh, I actually wrote in uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, because it's such a bad movie, it deserves to lose for 2019 as well. It transcends space and time. <laughs> Correct. It is, well, I recently watched it on Netflix, and man, that is just... It, it, Wait, why you, did you make that choice? You forget Do you know how, how bad that movie Netflix? is. You made the choice it, to no, go it, back it's and honestly, watch Pearl Harbor? I, I did. Uh, I made the conscious effort. I don't understand to, you. It's... Uh, yeah, it's it's just that bad. Uh, but those action uh, scenes, bro. Yeah, I think more than anything, it's just a sh- it's just like a clear, shameless like, hey, Titanic was a thing, so let's let's get another historical event where people died yeah. and it was tragic, and there were boats involved, and then put a love triangle in there. <laughs> and but then, let me and remind. Then, I think Michael then, Bay but, made the right choice going with bad boys and look, the Transformers. It, but let me remind you, there's a character in the film that com- his main form of communication is farting, and I'm not joking. I don't know if you for a blot of that out from your memory, but that is a real thing in the movie. <laughs> See that, that movie also? Hey, remember Titanic where they pretend to fly and then go have sex in a weird location? What if we actually make them fly and then go have sex in a weird location? That's better, right? One upping it, right? We're right? Like, yeah, we can't. Yeah. They, there's no way we can lose. We already. There you go. All right, Sean, what'd you put down? 
Um, so this was a tough choice for me. And on retrospect, I would have wrote something in. Um, I, I voted for Slender Man. I think I'm the only one here who saw it. But that by far was just in terms of a thing that exists. It was the thing on this list that least resembled a film. So therefore, I think just by definition was the worst film. What does that mean? What was well, it like I, here's the thing. It? it can't be the worst movie if it isn't a movie, though. Well, I can't. But can it? Like, th- here's, hey, I have a pencil in my hand. This is a pretty bad movie. It's a pencil, right? Like, it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What are the qualifications? Good, good argument. What counts as <laughs> Oddly enough, that is a good argument. Wait, Sean, and can you explain? <laughs> what was it? Why, why was it so bad? Because, uh, I mean, I, I touched on it, I don't know, when I saw it early in the year, but yeah, it's like, it was, it's a, it's a, not even a slasher film, but you know, like kind of horror, teen horror film, about a whole bunch of teenage girls that was clearly written by a 58 year old man who has no idea what, he's already a bad writer, but then add, trying to imitate teenage girls in 2018 on top of being a bad writer, and you just get a spectacular combustion fire. Somehow um, it's and, the best. But did he get the character of Slenderman right? Because <laughs> no. that's really the most No, and that was the biggest travesty, is that even Slenderman was not right. It There's no structure, <sighs> there's no plot, the characters were wrong. Like, it was just like everything in the bad. It was, it was so bad that it wasn't a fun bad. Just like I mentioned Replicas, like, I recommend Replicas. That was a bad film, but you go watch it, it's it's entertaining. It's It's a good time. Slenderman was not in the least in any level entertaining. I don't recommend that, even as a bad, good film. So that is, I think, the clear, like, actual bad movie. But my another fa- – Jurassic World, I think, is the stupidest film. I just want to point that out. It was the stupidest film. There you um, go. But if I had thought of it as I was voting, I probably would have wrote in um, A Wrinkle in Time. I kind of forgot it came out this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, that movie was... Shoot. Oh, I, my hatred for that movie. I don't know why I hate it so much, but it's so bad. Oh, that movie is so bad. Right. So, anyways, that's my vote. I still go Slender Man, but there are some other top contenders. Chris, is it weird that it makes me happy that you hate A Wrinkle in Time? It, it makes me happy. It's like, yeah, schadenfreude, kind of, but for someone else? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I hate-voted... For Fantastic Beasts, you haven't you even seen see it. it. That's why I said I right. hate. Well, have you seen any of the ones on other than Aquaman and Venom? Uh, obviously, I've seen Jurassic World. Okay. That was terrible. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Right. there are a lot of terrible things, but I wanted to hate vote. Well, I uh, legitimately voted for Fantastic Beasts, <laughs> um, and uh, that lead me into the the reveal here. Um, so I tracked the results like the entire time this poll was up and for worst movie it was going back and forth between fantastic beasts and jurassic world like pretty evenly it kept one would pull ahead and then the other one would pull ahead um until something weird happened towards the end of the poll um another movie pulled ahead um those movies ended up tied uh both at 20 20.7 percent of the of the vote um the one that pulled ahead and got the majority with thirty four point five percent was Slenderman. So really, yeah, Whoa. enough people actually saw that to vote. Like, yeah, thirty five percent of the the vote was for Slenderman. Um, and just huh. to say, the nominees were Fantastic Beasts. We had I put Venom up there for funsies. Uh, I put Aquaman up there to make Chris mad, though it did get a good amount of votes. <laughs> um, uh, Slenderman, Jurassic World, 
uh, Smallfoot. Uh, we had the Pearl Harbor <laughs> ride in. We had the 1517 to Paris. I'd never heard of that. Oh, that was the Clint Eastwood one. It was supposed to be pretty bad. Okay. And then... Uh, that's the one where he got the actual yeah, people that yeah. were in that event to be the oh, actors. Yeah. And then we also had a, a write-in for... They wrote, A star is farted, dot, dot, dot. Sorry, born. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the th- I haven't seen a star is born, but this makes me mad just out of principle because the clear joke here is... A fart is born. <laughs> yeah. No. How did they goof that How up? How did they mess that up so badly? <laughs> Whoever voted for that is listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing they only got one vote for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good thing we only got a, a one vote for a star is farted dot dot dot. Sorry, born. <laughs> anyway. Wait, we didn't nice. hear what uh, Chris's and... Or no, what was Ryan's least favorite? Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's yeah, right. Sorry, right. Never, that was never, me. I forgot. That was my ready. But yeah. Well, I'm proud that Slenderman won first film. Then. All right, I want to go through this one real quickly. Uh, also, real quick, I'm I'm also proud that we had enough people voting in our poll that there was actually some sort of a race between yeah. two separate. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? there were actually yeah. a couple Who's of voting categories. There were actually a couple categories where like it would be one thing and then it would shift and then wow. shift back. Yeah, we actually had a few of those, so that's cool. That's so cool. thank Anyways. you for everyone who voted. Yeah. Um, I meant to I meant to actually do this at the beginning, but I'll do this right now for everybody who filled out your name. Uh, thank you to uh, Ryan Davis, um, Batman, Charlotte, Slam Bam, Thank You Ma'am, uh, You Know Poo, Ya Boy, Marlene, Big Chunk, Hank Scorpio, Content Free Time, James Hosford, Katie, Andrew, Patches O'Houlihan, and Jesus Castro. Thank you to all of our friends. <laughs> no, that, that is just a, a sample of all the people who participated in this poll. So let's pause for a moment and thank you guys. They're the real winners. That I, I guess. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's do the, I want to do this one relatively quickly. We're kind of okay. going over time. Yeah, it's long, but yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, is, this is a long one. Um, I had a category for people's choice. This was just one movies that people wanted to mention that didn't get an, anywhere. Um, let's just go around real quick and see if you guys read anything in. Vince? Uh, let's see. People's choice. I wrote, oh man. Okay. I don't actually have the thing up. So I'm trying to remember what I wrote. Go into Ryan. Go to Ryan. 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 All right. Come back to Vince. Number one is blind spotting. I'm surprised this movie did not get more attention. It's probably my favorite movie of the year. Followed shortly, if I can mention eighth grade. I think people forgot about eighth grade. I think it's a fantastic movie. Also, sorry to bother you. And, and that's it. Yep. Oh, also Ibiza, which is the best movie of all time. But that, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris. I'll just go off of. Oh, sorry. Sure, go ahead, Sean. I was going to go off of Ryan's. I put eighth grade, or if, I don't remember what I put. I think I did. I hope I did. But eighth grade, that's what I. I, th- I agree. I think it, unfortunately, probably is going to get ignored in their award season. But I definitely think it is worthy of people's attention. It's amazing, awesome, great, all that. So eighth grade. Okay. Uh, Chris. Uh, I put Mirai, the newest film from the director of Girl Who Leapt Through Time, which is one of Ryan's. Oh, I'm gonna have films. to check yeah. that out because uh, I I love all I love the, the girls movies I've seen. Yeah, that was good times. Uh, and Summer Wars and yep. uh, the furries. Oh yeah, the furry movie. Yep. And war Horse. Summer Wars. <laughs> Where's my war horse? Where's my war horse? USA. <laughs> Vince, what did horse. you vote for? Did you figure it out? <laughs> um, I haven't yet. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think I participated in this one, but I'll just go off and mention some of the ones that people wrote. We had eighth grade. Uh, we had a couple votes for A Quiet Place. Uh, Annihilation. Mm, yeah. We had someone for Christopher Robin. We had someone vote for Crimes of Grindelwald with exclamation points, so probably uh, took offense to having it in Worst Movie, but I stand by it. Uh, we had Game Night, and they took they wrote what? Funniest oh, Movie yeah. of Last Year, which... I think that was my vote. Oh. Game Night? I, yeah, yeah, I mean, comedies, I think it was probably the best comedy I saw last year. It's been a while since I've seen a good comedy, so maybe I'll check it out. Uh, we had Mary Poppins. Uh, somebody wrote Mo- Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. Um, which got a lot of flack on online for just people just saying it's a ripoff of the other one, but yeah, I, I mean they were in production at the same time, and John Favreau just kind of beat them to it. So yeah. I've heard this one's actually pretty solid. Uh, uh, we had we had a vote for Robin Hood. No, we did not. Uh, we had a vote for Shrek and for Shrek Retold. Both. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the clear the clear winner for this we had several votes for was Sorry to Bother You. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's, that's good. good. I'm, I'm glad that, that. I'm very I happy seen with it, that. But I'm just glad that it. Yeah, it's. Okay. I love that movie. Okay, there you go. Nice. Uh, next category. Next category. Let's fire through them. Moving right along. Best animated movie. Vince, what you got? Oh, it's it's clearly Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. No, it's my favorite movie of the year, but it's definitely gonna win. It should win best <laughs> animated movie. I think it's one of the best. It's the best superhero movie I have seen to date. I will say, <laughs> Chris. Uh, Spider-Man. Ryan. Spider-Man. Sean. Spider-Man. I love dogs I like, but Spider-Man. I also voted for Spider-Man. The nominees for this category were Incredibles 2, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, Isle of Dogs, and then we did have a write-in vote for Mirai. Um, but the overwhelming winner with 66% of the vote was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I don't know... I don't know that it merits a whole lot of conversation. We did a whole podcast about yep. it, but yeah, yeah boy, we'll excellent movie. Uh, okay. Here we go. Um, let's see. We want to move on to best we only comic. Have two left, don't we? we have a few. We also have some, we also have some miscellaneous ones still. To oh, reveal. we have some miscellaneous two yeah. real ones and a couple of miscellaneous. <laughs> All right. Best comic based movie. What we got Vince, what you got? All right. Well, I will say that I think that Infinity War was a harder story to tell that they managed to do. So I'm going to go with Infinity War, but Into Into the Spider-Verse is a close second. Okay. Sean. Um, I am going to go with Infinity War as well. Okay. Right. Infinity War. Chris. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. All right. Um, is that your vote? Matt? I voted mean? Infinity War. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, nominees that I wrote were Black Panther, Deadpool 2, uh, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasps, Venom, Spider-Man, and Aquaman, and Teen Titans go to the movies. Um, now, this was one that was close. Um, this was one of the ones where it went back and forth between Spider-Verse and Infinity War. Um, and they landed pretty close to each other, but ultimately the winner of this category was was Infinity War. Uh, I think it's worthy. Yeah. With 34.5% of the vote as opposed to Spider-Man's 31%. So they came Ooh, very close to each other. Close, though. Yeah, they did well, come... I'm glad that Spider-Man was the one right now. I do, yeah. 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 And it's yeah, nice that that movie got enough attention to the point where people, uh, enough people des- you know, deserve yeah. to vote for it. Because that could have easily been 
turned into something that was really good but really underrated and not a lot of people yeah. took a chance on. But that movie got a lot of good word of mouth and a lot of people checked it out. So that's yeah. Also, I do want to point out that this category, we have an episode of every single thing in this category except for Black Panther. Yep. That's it's almost like we have a style tight. or something. There you go. Almost. It's stylistically uh, designed to be that way. And we can't undo that, but we can't diminish the effects of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good, I'm glad I, I can say that and we can move on. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, for uh, this next category is uh, Best Vince in a Yum Chunks production. <laughs> the nominees were uh, Sean, Ryan, Chris, Chewy, and Other. <laughs> What do we got? We also had a write-in for Old Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who voted for that one. And oh, we had man. a write-in for the audience. So there you go. So um, I'm proud to say, or not proud to say, that the overwhelming majority was for me. <laughs> oh! Oh! oh. I don't know what that means, but it's, it's, it's it correct. It you I'll tell you what it means. Right that as a compliment? Uh... Oh, yeah. I can I consider yeah. this award. You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that, Matt. This award is kind of like our our lifetime achievement award. It's like that special <laughs> side award that we award. give out. So yeah, Chewie well, gets to wear this with pride for the full year that he is the best Vince. Well, I I, I know that a lot of our listener base are just like my students. So um, <laughs> so, so you're cheating, is what you're saying? Yeah, I read the vote. Um, Second second place was Ryan, uh, okay. with twenty four percent of the vote. Yeah, maybe uh, third was Sean, thirteen percent of the vote. <laughs> Fourth was Chris, and then uh, and then of all of us, Vince came in last with two votes, <laughs> <laughs> two write in votes. <laughs> Look, I'm just happy to be recognized. Okay. <laughs> Look, ultimately, what this comes down to is I have to decide what it means to be Vince. <laughs> yeah. And then if I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm just glad that I was the least Vince of, out of everybody except for Vince. Actually, that's not true. Old Chuck was the least Vince. <laughs> considering I was the one that had the, the whole audio mishap this year, I'm surprised. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got did that. mess We up lost the our biggest, entire Venom like... episode because of you. <laughs> Are you kidding? I found that episode and it was wonderful. <laughs> two right. thirds of it that were listened to okay and uh and uh for best podcast uh that the winner of best podcast with 100 percent of the vote was after the credits of young chunks podcast whoa <laughs> everybody so, so kind to us they like us they really like us amazing. we should all be very proud of ourselves i think so so think we win we the iheart radio podcast award or something too. probably i think probably. that might that might be what that means uh huh Boy. Okay. So our last category we have left. We're almost done with these. <laughs> there are too many categories. Yeah. We're All right. Last two. Last category. The last two. Oh, I did, what did I miss? Oh, best sorry. Episode. There's one oh, more yeah, fake best episode of after, best episode of after the credits. Um. Well. Um. Did you guys have any personal favorites since we're talking about last year? I had. Uh, I like first man. I thought I thought the uh, the Jurassic World one was pretty funny. Yeah, I think I voted Jurassic World. That was probably 
just my favorite to listen to. But First Man was also really good. And I also really liked our Avengers one. I think um, all of our episodes are so good. It's so hard to pick one. Our solo <laughs> one was good, though. <laughs> What about the Venom one? Did anybody like the Venom one? Nope. <laughs> Nobody enjoyed that. <laughs> Nobody else? Oh, so you guys have your favorites. Um, what did you, yeah, what, what does your we, favorite? We had a, my personal favorite, I think, was Jurassic World. And I, I, uh, I, uh, I wasn't on that one, but I just had a lot of fun listening to it. Yeah. Um, I wish I could have been on that one because I had things to say about that movie. But uh, <laughs> I think it was the same thing with me. I wasn't a part of that, but it was, yeah, it was just Vince pretty, Ryan it was good, good listen. I'll just say that Jurassic World was the winner with 40% of the vote and I'm I'm wondering if uh it, it's just cuz it was the first one in the list and like nobody actually <laughs> listens to this podcast. <laughs> but uh, but no. there but the other ones did get votes. They did. Yeah, we the ones that I put up there were Jurassic World, Solo and the Avatar live action announcement episode and Solo got 22.2% of the vote and Avatar got 18.5. So there were people hmm. who actually were fans of that. And then we got some write-ins. We got a write-in for First Man. We got a write-in for uh, Haunting of Hill House. And we got a write-in oh, yeah. for the Fantastic Beasts episode, which I'm proud of because yeah. I had a really, I, oh, yeah. I had a really actually, fun Actually, the time. Fantastic Beasts was a good episode, too. That was I think a, of, of the ones that I've been on, I think that's my favorite. Um, yeah. But just as a listener, I, I really enjoyed, I could say because I wasn't on it, uh, Jurassic World, I was probably I, I gotta say, I'm kind of bummed that the two top ones were ones I were like the only two I was not involved yeah. with. Yeah, I wonder what that means. <laughs> oh no! Shut up, Vince. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> ah, finally. <laughs> All right. You, okay. you wait. I'm not gonna win best Vince next year. Somebody else. Will. <laughs> I mean, are you qualified? Can you be nominated two years in a row? Oh, yeah. You can figure that out. All right. Well, I'm in the running for this year, so maybe it'll be me. All right. Our final, our final category: most important movie. Let's go through. What did you guys? What do you guys say? What do you mean by important? Um, What's important to you? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I think this could mean different things to different people. I, to me, important is sometimes a a better or is more important than best film of the year. I think an important film is, to me, a film that will have a lasting impact as somehow changes film or the industry or how we perceive or consume movies. Mm-hmm. Um, in any case, I put Black Panther. I think, I think to me, it was just obviously block uh, um, uh, into or money-wise, how much money it made, it was clear. But I think just for what that film was, um, how important it was, I don't think it could be understated. Or can be overstated. So, I think one of the things that makes it for important for me is it says something about like the time that it came out as yes, well. Yes, uh, like exactly. kind of this the cultural like how are people yep. feeling about movies and what are people mm-hmm. watching and what's you know being you know mm-hmm. I think that's an element to it. What else? Yeah, do you it's say? of its time and place. It's something that probably couldn't have been made any other year other than that time when it was made. And, and maybe if it were, it might not have been successful in a different. Yes. Times. Yeah. Okay. I right. said into the Spider Verse. And mm-hmm. for me, it did a couple things. For one thing, it made me care about Spider-Man again. And it told the story in a way that, like, because, I mean, I've seen Spider-Man so many times in film. I thought, there's no way I'm going to go into a Spider-Movie and feel like this is something new. And I don't know where this story is going. And I'm really enjoying it. And it managed to do that. And two, it showed me that Spider-Man and superheroes in general can be presented in the animated medium. Like, and been shown to, like, 
an, an audience like in theaters and be super successful, which is something I'm really excited about because I've always wanted to see like big blockbusters and like other universes just be like transported from live action to animation. Like if Harry Potter was ever to get a reboot, I'd like to see that in yeah, me animation. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so like if that's if this is kind of like the stepping stones for it, like for something like that to have more franchises take a chance on rebooting mm-hmm. things into animated mm-hmm. format. I mean, it was just so cool. It was like it was literally like watching a comic book, just in the way that it was done, and it was just so funny and like just so well yeah. well balanced that it had all the right heart, it had all the right humor it was like everything that i wanted from a movie just in general i think you hit upon a great point and this is why this is my vote also um i i think (laughs) what you're saying about it being like accessible to a wider audience and that and they kind of took a chance on this a little bit and also not to put you on blast but sean you were saying like how you didn't immediately feel like it was legitimate like yes and i kind of felt the same way um no yeah exactly and uh and and uh this is one of the things that you you know, you know, like when Disney bought Marvel, I, oh man, what if they did animated stuff? And aside from Big Hero Six, which I don't really count because of its weird history, like I, I'm, I'm wondering why they haven't taken advantage of that. And it's it's crazy to me that Sony, which has had in recent history kind of weird stuff about its studio, like are the ones that pulled it off and like deliver that to a mass audience. So I think that for me, I I almost wrote, voted for Black Panther, but I. It, it's real close for me, but I think Spider Spider Man I think is what I'm going to give it to. Uh, you guys, what else did say? Uh, Chris and Ryan. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, so it's it's interesting because like the word important like it's a little more loaded than just best, right? Best yeah. you can view, you know, best anything in a vacuum, right? Almost like just in within its own context. Like, is this a good piece of art on its own? Whereas important, it holds a lot of weight, right? It has sort of like a, there's a historical or a time element to it that we can't really view the full importance of a film until times past, maybe, right? And I think that's why Spider-Man, it, it might actually become a more important film than it is now, right? Because mm-hmm. if it if it sets a precedent for showing that f- live media can be translated into animated media in an effective format we might see the reverse from what we're seeing for like Avatar, right? Where Avatar is like, oh, let's take this animated yeah. uh, show and translate it into live action because that's the greater art form or, or, or some weird notion like that, right? I'm not saying that's true necessarily. I'm just saying yeah. that's maybe the perception. And so if this Spider-Man film can kind of reverse that paradigm and show that animated formats can be the ultimate destination or just a equally valid destination, I think that's that has a lot of importance for the medium in itself but with us only being in the early stages of 2019 i would have to give it to black panther because it's already shown its importance i think and it's easy to see the importance it's going to have uh moving forward um so it the word importance kind of has a lot of weight behind it but i think considering that weight i would give it to black panther okay yeah no that's yeah really well put Uh, yeah absolutely uh, yeah Great points. Chris, did you say? Uh, my votes for Spider-Man. Uh, okay. I think kind of what you guys touched on. Uh, and to me, it, it's hard for me to say, considering the, the other choice that I would juggle it compared to would be Black Panther. 
because of what they represent for that specific culture me as a white male i don't know if like how much i can say one's more important than the other all the only difference i drew was one seemed more relevant to kind of the past and one was more relevant to the present and so i put my vote on the present with spider-man okay great well um i'll name off some of the other write-ins we had uh, infinity war uh we had beale street um mm. black Klansman, um blind spotting we had first man um uh i'm, I'm gonna assume that one of you voted for ibiza <laughs> 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 we had a vote for uh roma we had a vote for venom which i kind of want to change my answer to um but the the top the one the, the two movies that had multiple votes and a good amount of them uh were spider-man and black panther but winning by one vote was black panther yeah right. no i'm just kidding that's a fine movie <laughs> Yeah, actually, it's kind of cool that actually Spider-Man is in both. I mean, Black Panther 2 is best comic book. You know, both so successful and both. Yeah, they're both, both a, so both so arguably important, right? Like, they're I don't both know, on I top think... of it with representation. They're both on top yes. of it with like new things for the medium. Um, you know, they're popular, but they're also, yeah. y- you know, there's there, there's weight behind them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just easy to diminish um, blockbuster films or big, you know, action films and stuff. And rightfully so based on, you know, decades of what those types of films have been. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just think it says a lot and it's just really awesome that two of the most arguably most important films of the year were the, were big budget action films that got a lot of big audience. And in some ways that makes them more important, right? Because they're exposed to more people. They are presenting these ideas and themes and stuff two people right. who just go see movies for fun and you know that's going to have an impact more than you know roma which you know is brilliant but you're going to get a tiny sliver of the fraction who sees that and you're not going to impart that same you know ideas and and, and themes and message just because mm-hmm. people aren't going to see it right right exactly right. i think uh you know like five years ago i remember reading a lot of think pieces about how like the comic book movie bubble is going to burst any day now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of as comic book movie fans, all of us are, it's nice that that hasn't happened, but yeah. it's also nice that again, we're looking at two movies that are culturally, culturally significant of high quality, yeah. both comic book movies. So, well, I just think if they're smart yeah. too, and hopefully, you know, studios are that they have to evolve. And I think both of those films are good indicators that they are, that they're not just going back to the same old thing that was successful in the past that these films, Spider-Man and Black Panther especially, are are trying to do things differently. And that, yeah, that they'll, they'll be successful if they're good. So. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that is the, that wraps up the uh, the first annual, the 2018 Chunky Awards. That was good. That Your was song, not, not the awards. Soundbite in Your that song in there. Good job, guys. It was only Did two you, hours. It was only, yeah, we're five minutes away from the two hour mark. Did you guys want to do... Ooh. Uh, I think or... it's worth just mentioning a couple of things we don't have to discuss, but just yeah. list off. Some let's of uh, let's looking... go around yeah, the circle list. and talk about some things that we're looking forward to in 2019. Uh, who wants to kick it off? Someone kick it off. Okay, I'll kick it off. I think that April is going to be the best month for me personally. I get the end of two of my most favoritest franchises of all time, being Game of Thrones 
and uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I know it's not the end, but it's like the end of an era yeah. with Avengers. It's Endgame. got the word "end" in it, so you know exactly. Whatever. That's true. And so, like, yeah, both of those are huge. We get the premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones. Super excited about and Avengers Endgame, both in April. It's going to be a crazy month. Yep. All right. Um, I am. Um, well, this is of recent news, so we probably should talk save deeper discussion for the next episode. I've been looking forward to Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, I'm probably the only one on this podcast, but I'm very much looking forward to Frozen 2. And I am, of all the popular culture things that are happening this year, the thing I'm most looking forward to is the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Um, I don't know if I'll get a chance to to go visit because of crowds and because of funds, but... Even just as a theme park fan, I'm excited to see the coverage and to see how people react to it and all that kind of stuff. So I'm super excited for that. That's what I'm looking forward to the most this year. Oh, and D23 Expo is happening this summer, and we'll probably find out more about Marvel Land, which is the next big project after that. So there you go. That's for me. Sweet. Nice. Good choices. <clears throat> Matt, you didn't mention uh, the Sonic movie. Oh, yeah. Cancel everything I just said. Sonic movie. <laughs> okay, good. Right, right, I erased my brain. <laughs> well, in, di- in addition to that and the other movies, I'm actually looking forward to the Captain Marvel film. Um, I think Star Wars is... Yeah, we're getting the new Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah I was going to mention else to... Yeah, yeah, Star Wars for sure. I mean, talk about end of a... Era. Saga. Something. Or saga. Something. <laughs> a son of a something. <laughs> something. Uh, I think the John Wick... Three movies coming out, so I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I love that series. Uh, I th- also think we're getting the new Men in Black. Is that? Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Stranger Things. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Mm-hmm. So, yes, mm-hmm. uh, so that'd be good. Game of Thrones, of course, and also uh, I guess they're making the Neil Gaiman Good Omens into a series yeah. movie, something. So yeah, kind of looking is, but forward that. to that. I kind of had mixed feelings about uh, American Gods, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Uh, Chris? Uh, I mean, John Wick 3 looks pretty freaking cool and unique, like John Wick films usually are. Uh, there's that. Uh, probably the only one here that's actually interested in watching Shazam. Uh, I'm really excited I'm just, oh, for I that. I forgot about that, oh, but no, yeah, I am. I'm looking forward I am. to that. I forgot, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Uh, there's another DC movie coming out this year, I think. Is it Wonder Woman 2? No, that got pushed back. That got pushed to 2020. Uh, but... It's probably also, one of the Jokers. Oh, yeah, it is one Statistically, of the Jokers. Statistically, chances are it's one of the Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually currently watching the new season of Young Justice, and it is as amazing as all of the Young Justice, so I cannot wait for it to continue and end. Um, hopefully, they'll make another season, because I, I cannot recommend the show enough. Very much like I couldn't recommend uh, that Clone Wars show enough, the the second Clone Wars, the the cel shaded one. This this Young Justice is amazing. Um, also, I'm kind of just watching these DC original shows as they come out, and I'm, there's a couple that I'm excited for. I'm excited for like a Swamp Thing. See see what they do with that. It's supposed to be like a horror show, so. Uh, and then they're doing a couple other quirky things there. So, okay. okay. Star Wars, lots of video games, lots and lots of video games. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to not yeah. playing Kingdom Hearts 3. 
All right, Sean. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll stream it. You just watch me play. Uh, that's, that's even worse. Then I don't even get to play a video game. I just have to watch the story unfold. All right, Sean, what do you got? Uh, yeah, a lot of ev- what everyone kind of pretty much already said. Um, a couple things haven't been mentioned. Um, the, the actual live-action Pokemon film looks to me oh, like yeah. super crazy and yeah. awesome. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, and another video game. There's this little indie studio making this sequel to the sleeper hit called The Last of Us 2 sometime. This Shut up. Out. Hey. What? Shut up. Sean. Wait, is that a confirmation? Oh, uh, I guess no. I, I'm just saying it might be worked on. It might come out this year. Uh, you know? I guess I should get around to finishing the first game then. I'm pretty sure you said it was coming out this year. I'm pretty <laughs> Legally, sure that's what I did you not said. Say anything. That... <laughs> um, I guess what I'm else? getting rid of it to be real sad then. <laughs> uh there was a couple of things um i'm blanking now dang and i can't remember well star wars game of thrones oh oh that's right the uh book series the second in the um iron gold uh comes out oh this yeah year. the pierce brown red rising series sequel to the red dark rising age trilogy. iron yeah. gold 2 i forgot what it's called what's it called dark age dark, dark age. age um so that's a book i'm actually looking forward to hey what do you think um, the chances then, are we'll get wins a winner <laughs> and then just my normal faves bojack horseman next season rick and morty another oh, season right, yeah. all of that stuff i'm looking forward to but i do think it is worth pointing out three major like star wars avengers and game of thrones all ending this season it's just going to be kind of hopefully Sad. a big boisterous explosive end to lots of things yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. good yeah Anyways, that's good but yeah that's what i got all right cool well Lots of uh, stuff to look forward to in this coming year, uh, which means lots of stuff to talk about on the podcast. So I'm sure we'll cover most of that stuff, hopefully. That's a good goal. We're at episode 25. We're a quarter of the way to 100 right now. So we haven't done it a year yet. So we'll see. Three more years. See how many we can get through. Okay, cool. We're trying to get to 100 by the end of this year. (laughs) Yes. Go for it. You could do a lot of it. Well, we're past the two hour mark. So this is by far our longest episode ever of After the Credits. But I think it's okay for. For yeah, a whole year, sake. we had to it's talk, about, to talk about an entire year. year yeah. So I think it's I think it's yeah. appropriate. There you go. All right. Well, um, I'm done. I'm over. I'm over it. Yeah. Me too. Let's go I'm ready for the after party. Good episode, guys. Let's go to the after party on the scooters. On the scooters. Whee! Bring your margaritas. Yeah.